Psycho, huh? She must be worse than Left Eye from TLC or something. Yeah, but this fat bitch ain't burning. That ain't the cold part. She got a little sister named Baby D. I'm telling you, this fat bitch get physical. She sell dope, do hair, and babysit out the same house. The police don't know when to kick the dough in. I got a restraining order on her fat ass, too. Wait, wait, you got a restraining order on a little girl named Baby D? You don't know Baby D. You don't know that's why you looking at me, because you don't know Baby D. Her fat ass be snoring and don't even be asleep just standing. <laughs> Fat little cupcakes and shit. This fat bitch know about all the new snacks before they even hit the street. All the bootleg snacks. The year 2000 snacks. Yeah, go tell me the other day, tell me. Cupcake got a new Twinkie coming out next month. It's a bad motherfucker. When you bite into a cream filling, shoot all in your mouth. Glitter. Fat bitch. Let me get ready to go to work. I'm a player, nigga. I'm a pimp, and I don't have to deal with you. got the shirt on back. Player. Player as fuck, huh? Snatch the shit off your head, man. Where about what I'm doing? Why ain't y'all do nothing when the fat bitch jumped on me? Y'all trapped. Move on. Yeah, the pop, beat the pop, beat the pop, boom. Bad bitch, you're walking out with bags at the store. Stripper girl, shake it. The Rose Podcast, episode 123. to turn up on this Friday. Hey, Friday. Wipe my face, shoot that shit 
got back on my grind And if it ain't about no money, then I'm deaf the same time blind I got dark clouds all over me, but somehow I still shine Yeah, I bring back some like groceries, we started flipping dimes Now I'm doing shows all overseas, bitch look at me now I'm my brother's keeper, fuck you mean, this shit deeper than rap And if I ever get the chance, bet I won't miss a hundred rounds But can we do it for DC one time? Hey, DMV, I want to see you stand up for this one. Because <laughs> we got to take a bite. Some of y'all might not know what this is, but if you're from DC or PG, hey, DMV, I want to see you rock with us one time. Y'all know about this, that's wrong. Y'all know about that. Because that's how GoGo is recorded. But man, Terry, man, when was that video uploaded? This video was uploaded 13 years ago. Terrorized Speed 2009. I'm telling April you, April 8th, 2009. We was literally in coming ninth up on grade. The, that's my I'm calling. Coming up on the end of our ninth grade year. Mm-hmm. What was y'all at in 2009? Right. Fifth grade. Hold <laughs> <laughs> oh, on, wait. Let me do this. Somali Bros Podcast, episode 120. Yes, sir. Happy Friday. Mm-hmm. Your boys got on long sleeves today, because guess what? It's, motherf- it's in the motherfucking 60s. Mm-hmm. Cold yeah. outside. And you know what? It's been cold a lot of places before. And I just peeped you got on Washington Commanders gear. Uh, colors. I appreciate it. I, it's I, Dallas week. I guess you can say that, because I thought you were going to try to say some bullshit and say I had on some... You look like you was ready for, you look like you were part of Gryffindor like shit, boy. <laughs> this nigga look Harry Potter ready. You look like you getting ready to go to Hogwarts like shit, boy. <gasps> what you look like, boy? You, you definitely got on a Hogwarts special, boy. You look like a Commander's Color Rush. <laughs> 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 
Funny as shit. Anyway, uh, happy Friday. For sure. 120 weeks. I think that's a milestone. When do we stop? When does that stop? It never stops. It stops when we break that streak. We're going to talk that shit up until that shit breaks. Right? Yeah, I guess. 120 weeks in a row. In a row. That's crazy. That's a, that's a milestone. 119 meant a lot to me, but 120? Anytime we get to the 120 or 130, 140, what? 120 yeah, no weeks? Bullshit. 135 is the end of season three. It'd be mm-hmm. S4. It'd be S4. S4. S4 with me. I got one four with me. That nigga got a different... That nigga's like the mini... He's really the mini face yeah. god. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't I, know where you want to start off. I wanted to start by saying that it is getting cold as fuck, bro. Yeah, brody. That's what I had put on here first. It is getting cold as fuck, and I'm proud of myself because... I did a lot of shopping before the winter sales, and you can still catch some winter sales because a lot of the long sleeve shit ain't really in demand right now. It's just getting ready to be. You might be too late. Nah, yeah, you're right. You might be too late. You might be a little bit too late, but you could definitely catch that end of winter sales. But you're talking about summer shit for next year, though, right? No, I mean like getting your long sleeve shit while it's 30% off because ain't nobody buying it because it's getting ready to. Oh, no, you're fucked. If you're waiting until now, you're fucked. I know. I done bought hella sweaters and stuff, though, like last week. Yeah. That was on the, in the last sale part. I'm like, these motherfuckers sleep. Y'all still want to buy y'all shorts. Because at this point, you're going to get end of season shit. You're going to get like the end of, it's the end of the season. So you can get your summer shit for, like, right. for next year. Exactly. And then is it just me or does it feel like the summer just came and went fast as fuck? I don't think so, man. It's been hot for a minute. Nah, bro. It's been hot. September definitely started, and we're already at the end of September. I felt like I don't know what the fuck happened this month. It's October tomorrow. What? Yeah, October first. Oh, because Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm about to say, look, this motherfucker speeding it up even more. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it definitely this 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 month definitely went by fast. But I also think September's to me always go by fast. It's the season change. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're doing everything that you can. Like y'all gotta look. We about to have to start thinking about Christmas. Thanksgiving, New Year's, yeah. this where your money really gets spent. That's a fact. But my, I love the holidays. I'm so excited for the holidays. I'm excited for the holidays too, but like, man. How you feel about the snow? Are you a snow person? Do you like the snow? Y'all know in the, at the beginning of this year, I posted that video over there by the, uh, by the balcony with the snow because it was like the first snow that we got um, for the year. We didn't get snow until January this year, I don't think. But I'm a, I would say I'm a snow dude, but, like, I've, I've graduated from fucking with snow. Now I don't like snow because I got to wipe the shit off my car and yeah. make the road slick. Oh, we got to get Dad that snowblower. Then we said we was going to get it. Not yet. How much them drinks cost? Right. <laughs> well, this one's 3700 That's probably the best one you can get. Yeah. <laughs> Show us the, the medium one, yeah. nigga. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So we talking about snowblowers and your mind go there, then what's wrong with this nigga? Nah, that's just funny because, bro, you have to pause that. The medium <laughs> snow... All right. Anyway, how much are snowblowers? Anyway, if you go back and look at some of our overalls, we had some snow days. Nah, yeah. We had one called Braving a Blizzard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was snowy as shit. That's back when we was in back, back one two one five. That's when my Broncos won the Super Bowl. I've been online for a long time. <laughs> nah, no bullshit. 15. 2015. Where your vlog at this year though? It's up there. Don't, add, don't answer that. Because <laughs> he ain't got it. 
But yeah. Uh, as far as the snow and as far as it getting cold outside, I feel like, what do they call it? Cuddle season or snuggling, snuggle mm-hmm. season. What do they call Cuffing it? Cuffing season. Cuffing season. Yep. Yeah, want somebody to be warm next to that fire too. Y'all wonder why Shorty hitting you back and you're like, hold up. I wasn't getting that response back July. Uh huh. Now, so, winter dating is. Shorty's looking to ha- take them, uh. They're looking to take the matching pajamas pics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. Let's do it. The, uh, the winter is better for dating. Winter is better when you try to meet somebody on some intimate shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. dates. The summer is like everybody going to brunch, everybody having a good time. The streets is way more packed. But the winter, the, the real nice restaurants where you got to bring in your jacket, you got the overcoat on, hang it on the chair. That's yeah. where you really get to know somebody for real. Nah, the jacket season. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward to that. Me either. I fucking hate the cold so much. You put on a fresh ass outfit and then realize you got to put a jacket on? Damn. You know what I always admired though? I sound like a nigga that can't dress. <laughs> I admire the people that live in like Minnesota. Yeah. That be out here that be like, bro, where I'm from, this is nothing. It's like, damn, that's actually dope for you. Nah, them motherfuckers live at Castle Black. No bullshit. Beyond the wall, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers, you said that wall weather. We are rewatching Game of Thrones. So we? you might hear. We? Terrence started rewatching it first and then I started rewatching it. Right. This so you need to say you were inspired. Two. Not a we made a choice because that's what that sounds but, like. But, I, but did I tell a lie? Nah, but now you didn't tell a whole truth. But did I tell a lie? You didn't tell a whole truth. But I didn't. Okay. We are both rewatching Game Your of Thrones. Your media can do that. You sound real media. Did I tell a lie? <laughs> <laughs> we are rewatching Game of Thrones from the beginning because House of Dragon is that fucking good that we said, you know what? I can put this shit on. Actually, hold up. Give me my motherfucking credit. Put that when we shit was eating on. The, when we were eating the other day, what I put on the watch? Battle of the Bastards. I don't Random know why he shit. put that episode on. And I said, and you guess know what? what? The nigga was shit. inspired to start over. Bitch ass nigga. All right, but now I do have to give you credit. Damn. Yeah. I mean, but to rewatch the whole thing, I said, why put on a, a, the, one of the better episodes? Just put the shit on from the beginning. Worst decision, y'all. I would not recommend anybody do it because I'm, I'm just like, huh. I am in it too. Look, I'm on. I'm, I'm episode. I'm season one, episode nine. Had to stop. And I already know what's going to happen, but it's like, damn. I'm season three, episode nine. Let's get it. Anyway, uh, and y'all know what season three, episode nine is. My real Game of Thronies. My real Thronies out there. <laughs> y'all know what that is. Yep. Hey, look. I didn't want to start with this way. Fuck your uh, docket. Um, I want to send prayers to everybody in the southern states, mm-hmm. specifically the southern eastern states, Florida, Specifically, I think it's gonna be hit with the heaviest, but that's going through this whole shit with Hurricane Ian. That shit is intense. Ah, yeah. We was fortunate to live in Florida for two years and not have to experience a hurricane. Yeah. Post Katrina, but pre. What was the other hurricane that was crazy? It was a. It was a, something named about that girl. Ivy. Something probably like that. I don't remember, but. I know that shit can be intense. A lot of homes flood. People had to evacuate. And they yeah. said it's to the point now where if you haven't evacuated already, it might be too late for you to evacuate because it's that crazy. Nah, yeah. I saw a video last night in Kissimmee, Florida. And I said, damn, look at the streets of Kissimmee, Florida. Me and Trey used to live right in that area. Like, mm-hmm. we would have definitely been dealing with some of that shit down there. Yep. So definitely prayers to my boy Dev down there. Uh, hopefully that y'all can... 
I mean, it seems like Florida gets hit with a hurricane every other year. Like, yeah. there's always a hurricane coming and hitting some state. Mm-hmm. And then shout out to my boy Elijah. You know Elijah we went to school with? He's oh, yeah, still Eli. down there. Yeah. He's still down there. And so, just be, sending big love to everybody down there. And hopefully, you know, if, if there's any support or anything that's legit, that's not somebody trying to steal money for and become a millionaire, definitely send it my way. I'll definitely donate. I've been mm-hmm. doing a lot more donating, bro. GoFundMes. Nah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because people would be literally needing help. Nah, 100%. Like, yo, this this random chick was like, my uncle passed away. Here's the GoFundMe. I donated $10. Because it's not about donating $150 to somebody. Sometimes nah, yeah. that little extra that I want to spend on whatever. I wonder enough. if your girl would get mad at that. If your girl get mad if you donated at donating to some other to a body. girl's GoFundMe, though. It ain't for her. It's for her uncle that passed away. Look, her uncle. Fellas, if you dealing with somebody like that, you need to get out of that because there is nothing wrong with that. Nah, I don't think it Hold is. Hold on, Terrence. Like, would you have an issue if your girl donated to... Nah, I'm just saying. You know how your girl have an issue. I got a question for you then. Your girl's ex has a family member that passed away. Yeah. She donates to the GoFundMe. You I'm cool not mad that? at it. Nah. All right, I'm cool with it. Only because I, I know you had to read what you was going to be. I don't think your ex becomes the enemy. Like how most people do. I think your ex is somebody you went through some shit with. And I think people will have love for their ex whether you're in their life or not. That's just a reality. Yeah. If you think that the person that you with fucking hates their ex's guts, if their ex didn't do nothing crazy to them, then mm. low key, I, I don't think, I, I can understand them still having love for that person and still looking at that person like a, you know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't be mad at it. It's yeah. not like he's, in, and it's not like, you know what I'm saying? I say the same thing. She's going to the funeral and holding this nigga's head in a, in a pew, you know? Mm-hmm. You do got to watch that nigga, though. Nah, because yeah. sometimes the ex will use that death and use your girl to grieve, but there's got to be a boundary. Nah, yeah. Because she the only then your one girl going to be like, yeah, he doesn't have anybody else. and Bro, nah, people yeah. have been through shit nah, like 100%. that. Nah, 100%. And you don't want to be... Fucked up, or you don't want to be. What do they call it? You you don't want to not show sympathy or empathy, but at yeah. the same time, I think it's the, it, it really is about the person that you with though. If you're if the person you with is like a pleaser, then they can be taken advantage of more than somebody else who might not be. Mm-hmm. When you a pleaser, it's like, damn, I gotta be there for the world. But yeah, man, <laughs> man oh man. Uh, but yeah, just to finish that off, prayers up to the for southern sure. states. Absolutely. Uh, mostly Florida prayers. All right, Terrell, we're going to start this off on a different foot. Would you rather, and I saw this on, wow, I don't know, $200,000 in cash or coin flip for $40 million? I saw that. What you going to do? Give me that 200 k But you got a 50-50 chance of getting $40 million. Put it like this. When I walked up to this... Event, if somebody just randomly asked me that, I didn't have $200,000. And now you asked me to do a coin flip to get $40 million, right? Mm-hmm. And while $40 million, the coin flip will be good, I just feel like the way that my odds have gone in life, that's why I said they wouldn't want me going deal or no deal. Because as soon as they open that case, a couple first cases, and then they say, all right, the banker said you get 574000 
deal. <laughs> I don't need that million in that case. I don't give a fuck if it's a million right here. I'm taking that 500,000. I'm gone. Man, I had a span where I was watching nothing but deal or no deal. And I watched people fuck themselves out of some good money. Um, Go home me, with 17,000. I would probably do the coin flip because think about it. Are you worse off if you don't get the money? You the same place you at now. But then again, what if you really need the money? <laughs> if you really need the money, then yeah. Nah, you're right. And I feel like people would say $200,000 cash. Why the fuck would you say $2,000 cash? I would do the, the coin flip. But low key, I feel like $200,000 cash that I didn't have before I walked up, I'm not doing no fucking coin flip. Because what type of coin flip is this? Are you going to be the type of nigga to catch the coin and then pap it on your hand? <laughs> oh, I didn't like that. Let it drop. Are we going to let it drop and then it hit your shoe and do the roll and then turn? <laughs> nah. I'd rather you just give me the 200K cash and I'm walk off. If you win the 40 million, bet. Cool. I don't feel like I'm that starving for real. I probably would do the 200K too. I, I thought about it. But like, damn, what if you flip and you are on tails and, and get, get 40. 40 million? Okay, bet. Let's say you had the opportunity to get 200K cash. You did the coin flip and lost. That walk away is tough. <laughs> That walk away is tough. Damn, I could have had That walk back to least. the car. Yeah. <laughs> you pulling up to the Chick-fil-A. Let me get a number one. You pulling out your money. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I could have at least had 200 k <laughs> Nah, that's funny as shit. You know what's funny, though? What? If you were to not take the 200 k people would call you dumb anyway. Like, say you lose. It was a coin flip. So I just flipped to see if I can get the 40, and I lost. But you had the option to get 200K? You dumb motherfucker. Either way, they're going to call you dumb. Because if you take the 200K and say it was, it was, it was a coin flip of 40 million, then they're going to say, you a fucking idiot. You should have did that. You could have had millions of dollars. Cause this no way do, you're going to win. Because this is what I'm going to do with that 200K. I'm going to go and get an LLC. And uh -huh. then I'm going to open another crypto. LLC. And then I'm going to open a cryptocurrency. dollars in each crypto. <laughs> DraftKings. <laughs> <laughs> Random as shit throwing in the DraftKings. <laughs> This random too. Hey, is it Aunt Jemima or Aunt Jemima? It is 100% Aunt Jemima. Something's wrong with y'all. There's no such thing. We grew up saying Aunt Jemima. What is an aunt? Y'all just ignoring the you? I didn't even say aunt. 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 I was, I was laughed at this past week because I said Aunt Jemima. Aunt Jemima? I don't know why. I, I don't think. I don't like when people say, oh, that's my aunt. Now, honestly, if you do that. And you've been doing it your whole life. I get it. This might be triggering, but that's not how it's supposed to be said. Aunt. That's auntie. My aunt. It's not Auntie Anne's. It's Auntie Anne's. They wouldn't have named it Auntie Anne's. They named it Auntie Anne's because it's Auntie. It's never been Aunt Jemima. Yeah, I don't know why I thought it was Aunt Jemima. This is random. Aunt Jemima. Power book. Auntie. Auntie. Now he took the A off. Yeah. <laughs> auntie. Funny as shit. But yeah, uh, one thing that I did want to talk about, uh, y'all probably saw this last weekend, so it might be old news to y'all, but we never talked about it. It's looking like it's about to be a Navy Super Bowl. Oh, talk yeah. that talk to me, yeah. <laughs> let me let y'all know. Rihanna, one of the GOATs, is slated to do the Super Bowl this year. No side piece. We don't have a Bruno Mars coming out on our stage. All right. This is where, see, we don't this have a Bruno where, Mars coming out on our stage. Y'all see how we be chilling and motherfuckers Navy. like to come for us? Because guess what? What you about to go up there and perform? Your old shit? 
Meanwhile, we break it. We we not letting nobody break our soul on this side. We working on a new tour. What did Jay say in uh God did? I'll tell you what Jay Z said on uh. What he say in God did? He said uh, what? How many billionaires can come on Hove tour? Hove crib. From Hove crib, I count three. Me, Ye, and Re. He didn't say B. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I said, nah, I'm just talking shit. You got her fucked up. But hey, for real. Let me tell you, so you know what Jay-Z also said on Ape Shit? I said no to the Super Bowl. You need me. I don't need you. Ended up partner with them. Every night we in the end zone. To the NFL, I need stadiums too. But the, Fuck out of here. You know what that's on the strength of? Beyonce. You was at the on the run tour. You was in Club Carter. You was in the uh, red carpet. You was on the bottom. You came in the back of the stadium at, uh, what was it? More gen- First Energy. First Energy. You came out on that field. Who was more fans out there? Was it more J fans or B? Let's be completely honest. We were there for and B. And I love J. We were there for B. Them niggas knew all the, the dance moves and everything, the formation behind us. Nah, you're right, you're right, you're right. All I'm saying is this. Let's get back on the re thing because I just want to talk sh- shit to the Beyonce fans. But shout out to her. But what's she going to perform? Are you kidding me? No, I'm saying you have an amazing catalog. Case but you closed. about to go up there and do the old shit? Yes. I just feel. This is what I'm thinking. Imagine, look. Let's say she performed whatever she performed, right? It's uh, gonna get to a point where don't don't do don't 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 look work 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 work. What stops Drizzy from coming out and doing a Super Bowl feature performance? I don't think Drake gonna do that. Get Ace. What stops him? Get Ace had to come out and do your performance. Right, hit my bitch, touch my bitch, touch my bitch. Tell him perform that shit. But look, what stops that from look? Then look, uh. That's true. Life's a game, but it's not fair. What's I up? Break the rules. What stops Jay from coming <laughs> out? Would be dope. She could get up there and crush it for real. You and know what Kanye I want to see? Kanye come out there with the fat face and beard. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I do want to see too? Uh, what's the joint that I love? Um, I want her to perform. I'll tell you what I want her to perform. I want Rihanna to get up there and perform that joint. Uh. Mm. Terrence, please mm. don't sing and hum. Mm-mm. Just say what song it is. Nobody knows what you're doing when you do that. What do I want Rihanna to go up there? I want her to go up there and do... Look, this is what I want to hear. Yes. My man Kendrick, come out there, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> we being selfish. What stops that from being one no, of the right. best she could really performances? Go up, she could go up there and kill it. And her, if Drizzy come out there and do what's the name, they can do the little... Uh, what's the take care drink? If you let me, I don't want to hear that though. But what now I, I want to hear from Rihanna is some anti. I want to hear some, some of the anti joint. I want her to get up there and perform "Love on the Brain." I want her to hit hit me higher. You I want her. I want to do higher. I want her to get up there and do higher because we love that song. I want to see her get up there and do uh. She gonna sing higher. She gotta do the joint that she did. When she was on the MTV stage, what was that? She got to do Pondy replay. No. Yes, you have to. This is Go a Rihanna joint. Go out that joint and perform Woo. No. I Why mean, not? But yeah. she. That's what I'm talking about. Her catalog. Or needed me. Get up that joint and bring my man Pluto out. I don't want to give you the wrong impression. See, you can... <laughs> I need love and affection. Let's talk about Imagine why Rihanna. Imagine Pluto, Drizzy, and Jay-Z all on stage. Terrence, what about Rihanna? This is the Rihanna Super Bowl. You talking about other people. But I'm saying she has the catalog. Well, we know we're going to get the Rihanna. 
I told you, talk that, talk to me, yeah. We get that job. Bitch better have my money. You have to perform that. Can you imagine that? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah. Terrence. Ooh, la, la. That shit's about to go up. Let me tell you something. Well, this is gearing up to be one of the best Super Bowl performances. All right. It we'll is. See. It is. And you're about to be very sick. Because I'm about to hit you with the Monica Wright McCall. We're not about to have Rihanna, Bruno Mars coming out. Rihanna is Monica Wright, Wright McCall. And guess who I am? Citra. You only here because Tasha Hansen got pregnant and decided not to come. Girl, you had to Look, go overseas. Thought the girl, thought the girl should know. <laughs> you talking about because of T-Swizzle? Because T-Swizzle said, yeah, fuck out of here, Super Bowl. I got an album coming out. All right, So bet. they said, look, Rihanna, look, Jay, help us. <laughs> nah, Loki, did we really want Taylor Swift? Y'all got T-Swizzle fucked up. She's the biggest. Boogeyman. Let me tell you something. At the Super Bowl, though, we even Beyonce fans... We know we've taken L's, unsolicited L's, to Taylor Swift when it comes to the charts. We know Beyonce's the big artist. We know Taylor Swift loves Beyonce. But Taylor Swift army that she had behind her, them, her last album did 813K first week. She, I'm just, that's the one that they would show up. Let me tell you, though. I don't think Taylor Swift is a bigger artist than Riri. I think Rihanna is a bigger Taylor Swift is bigger than Rihanna Tarrant. She is. I know you don't want to agree. Maybe she and is. And when it comes to our culture. Gotta give it up. No. When it comes to the money, yeah. But T-Swizzle. I don't think T-Swizzle's fans would make that Super Bowl halftime performance as big as Rihanna about to make that now. If Rihanna put out an album today, new album, boom. Surprise Rihanna album, 12 tracks, 300K. It's going to do, I would give her four or five. That I, shit would do. That, I would that give her four or five. Four or five. It's still not going to do more than T-Swizzle. Even in her absence. T, y'all, go look. No, you're, right, you're, right, you're right, you're right, If y'all think I'm gassing Taylor Swift, just go and look at her last album. All right, well, guess out. what? She didn't take the opportunity. Thank you very much. We took the opportunity, and we about to do it big. Honestly, who is Taylor Swift going to bring out? I mean, you can Luke Combs? Tan, you can say that. Who is she going to bring out? Harry. We got the opportunity to bring I'll out bring out, the, bring, out the, bring, out the, bring out the king of pop. How about that? Calling him the king of pop is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't like that. I didn't do that to get under the nigga's skin. But bottom line, look. Shout another, out to her, though. Yeah, shout out to Rihanna. There's another part of this, though. A lot of people were upset about this. You know what I'm saying? Her core fans. Because Rihanna actually haven't put out music since Anti. Besides some other shit, you know? Mm-hmm. But a lot of people just kind of felt like, damn, like no music, no music, no music. And we've been asking for music for a minute. But now she's getting ready to do the Super Bowl. And some people just kind of felt slighted by that, you know what I'm saying? And I think I just wanted to bring that up just to say, um, it comes with the territory. You, yeah. you embark on new journeys, not everybody's going to be for your new journey. Let's say you were somebody who was like the best, I don't even know how to explain it. Let's say you're a trainer, and you're getting everybody body right, but then you come out with a clothing line, and your clothing line gets you millies. Mm-hmm. Christian Guzman. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But look, but then now people are saying, man, you should train people. You should train people. You should still train. Like, you, yeah, you, you are offering great you. tips. Mm-hmm. Then you get an opportunity to train The Rock. And you're like, hey, y'all, I'm getting ready to train The Rock. We back training. People will be like, are you just doing this because of The Rock? Or well, yeah. are you... Because this is what I'm saying. You're going to say, music changed my life. Music is my love. Right? <laughs> but you haven't made music since 2016. 
Music didn't make me a billionaire though. Or 20 whatever. Music didn't make me music didn't let me allow me Rihanna's grandkids. They're gonna be grandchildren. Her grandkids' kids are good. Because of that. Because I'm I put up a bit I put up a bit of business. And I, that's what I'm saying. But like I'm, the fans of the music don't give a fuck. I know. And you know what? You said something the other day. You said she should have did. What did you say? You said it was like she's doing a Super Bowl, but it would have been dope if she would have did something where other her fans could go. Or I something, was saying, don't say you're doing the Super Bowl because you wanted to do this for the fans. Because I don't think your fans going to feel that. Because we, that's like me and you saying, man, we're going to do a Witch is Better on Vimeo Live only. Or no, not even that. We gonna or do a. We gonna do it on Twitch. Oh no, not even that. Cause that's that's like I said. We we partner with Mac Makeup for their convention, and we gonna do a which is better there. It's like yo, damn, your audience not even go. Ain't a Rihanna fans going to the Super Bowl before? Right. Ain't a Rihanna fans really showing up at the Super Bowl, and that's why I said don't say. I told her I said she shouldn't say that she's doing this for the fans. Because I just don't think that would bode over well. I was telling her maybe. If you were doing a, if you want to do something for your fans, what about like a Coachella performance? Mm-hmm. And then you go to Coachella and you give your fans the opportunity to buy tickets, tune in live. It's a music event. It's mm-hmm. music. Halftime show seem real legacy block-ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It seemed like you're doing this for your legacy. Like, yo. Your fans will be able to watch the, the it. The greats but... have done the Super Bowl. Whitney. Mm-hmm. Well, no, not Whitney. Beyonce, Whitney. Mike Jack. Okay. You know what I'm saying? She needs to do a Super Bowl halftime, so I get it. That would be something that de- something definitely dope to add, but like, I don't know. Celebrities get bigger, and then they can only do big. Like Jay-Z said, we selling out Super Bowls. What I do like and what I do respect is that Rihanna's, wow, Rihanna, Rihanna has the catalog to do a Super Bowl, and I haven't made music. That's the best thing about yeah. Her doing the Super Bowl. This is not like you got a new album out, so you're doing the Super Bowl. Like you have enough heat to just get up on stage and do this. Yeah. So I'm like in that same reign as Versus, but I'm a billionaire. Mm-hmm. You call people for Versus to come perform their best shit against somebody, and they know they good. Rihanna? Oh, yeah. I can get up on the Super Bowl stage and kill it with all music that came out years ago, and it's still going to be fire. It's still going to be fire. She gets the benefit of of doing this though, and like uh, she don't have to come out with new music. Mm-hmm. I think when Beyonce did the Super Bowl, she had a new a new single. I think it was Formation. Yeah, and it was about like her album was OC. That was when he was eliminated. Yeah, or or already here. Yeah, on the either before, right before, or right after. It's like that versus wave. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. the Ja Rule concert wave of performing your old music. Why not be able to do this on like one of literally the biggest stages? Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully that's going to be fire. Shout out to Riri, man. That is actually dope. She's a billionaire. We can you can't say what you can say what you want. If she got up there and it was all Fenty on the stage, we got to stop doing that. It's going to be dope. Her being a billionaire, I'm happy, but I we don't give a fuck. I'm happy that you're a billionaire, but we're going to stop saying that people deserve respect just because you're a billionaire. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like if she did want to get up there during it be a Fenty show. I, w- I mean, hey. nah, we're not fucking with that. No, it ain't gonna be no fucking Fenty show. Get up there and do your music. Otherwise, you could have let T Swizzle do it. T Swizzle said no. All right, bet. Well, we could have got somebody else up here. We don't want to see no makeup shit. We don't want to see that Fenty bullshit up there. No offense, Rihanna. This is a Super Bowl stage. 
We damn sure don't want to see that. She, you, if you don't think it's going to be give people a... in Savage Fenty all around her. Oh, no, look, that's dope. But we did put them, we want to see the music. I'm not saying she going to have Fenty Beauty. We done seen eight years of, of you doing Fenty Cool. We support. Don't say you about to get up on this stage and then have a whole bunch of Fenty shit going on. You can have Fenty people up there, but we really want to see Rihanna do the music. If you can save money on the budget and not have the Fenty stuff up there, but get Drizzy to come out. See, that's what you want. You want her no, to perform no, 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 no. songs and have features and but shit. Th I would love to see your, some of your catalog, some of your best songs in your catalog are with other artists. And we would love to see Rihanna up there with some of the artists we still got. Like, how dope would that be to see on the Super Bowl And stage? it would still be a celebration and an ode her. to her. But I'm like, be, yeah, it would still yeah. be like, this is the great Rihanna. Don't do work, but then when Drake Park comes, you can't even do work. Because when Drake Park comes, you're going to have to just stand there and listen to him. <laughs> we don't want to do that. But it's all good if she does. I'm just saying, don't try to, I was saying, don't try to say she's got a billion dollars. It's, I don't give a fuck if you got a billion dollars. I'm not about to get yeah. on. I'm not going to bend the knee just because you have a billion dollars. You got, yeah, right. you caught a big lick. We never talked about the Jay-Z capitalism thing, but he caught a lot of flack for that. What you mean? Well, Jay-Z Jay -Z was saying that we, uh, this is literally weeks old, but, uh, he Should was talking about it. No, but I was just saying like the whole capital, he was basically saying that, um, they start, they made up the word capitalist or they starting to use the word capitalist, um, for rich black people. And it's kind of using the same vein as the N word, which I get it, but. It just didn't go over well because of what capitalism entails, like, yeah. and the amount of people that have to be getting fucked for you to get to make money. It's not like pyramid schemes, but it is like Jay, yeah, but no, because no, it was just one of them. You gotta look at all. I don't, I don't want to get too deep in it. We'll have, end up talking about it for. Hey, look, they try to call. They try to. They keep calling me a capitalist. I got one credit card. That's some capital shit. Terrence, I'm please, from DC. Please, please. That's where the capital hit. Spare us. Boo. Boo. They pushing black around like some capital. Boo. Pushing black around on white like the capital. Jay-Z is going to have a verse where he addresses that shit. And look, he going to be saying some of them balls that I just gave him. He Fuck out of here, boy. He will not. How you look rugby ready? Terrence, what you look like, boy? You look like you work for the Night's Watch. You look like you fresh off a long night. You look like somebody that's about to play rugby, boy. You look like you're in the rugby. You, that's, that's definitely rugby. That fashion right there is rugby. You can't even dodge uh -huh. it. Rugby players will beat the shit out of you, too. Please. They literally play football. They're good no, at rugby. They play football with no pads. Damn. Didn't he play rugby? <laughs> <laughs> I thought they was rough. Let me say this, Mally Bros Twitch is literally, ooh, I don't want to say it too soon, but within the next two weeks, nah, we are. we're good. Mm -hmm. And so, Mallory Bros on Twitch, and I don't is, know if you can find us, let me know if you can't. We haven't done shit on there yet, but it's about to be lit. This is the calm before the storm, y'all. Mm -hmm. This is like when they saw them motherfucking shadows of that the army of the dead on Game of Thrones. Where it was like, damn, them motherfuckers coming. You could see the big dragon in the sky. We OT duh. We nah, getting ready to about... hit that wall for real. No, nah, we done already burned the motherfucking wall down and walked through that joint. Remember the season ended with the... We haven't walked through the wall yet. 
damn, I just ruined it for somebody who might not have seen it. We ain't walked through the wall yet. What if you it? haven't seen it, then you're tripping. It's literally been years since the finale. I ain't tripping off spoilers. Terrence, why we haven't walked through the wall yet? All we got to do... No, because I don't think you walk through the wall until you actually start. Like, we haven't made no type of actions yet. We're prepared. Right, you well. still standing there with the spear looking up at the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but look, Mally Bros Twitch. Let me just tell y'all, it's going to be everything that we be wanting to do that we can't do. Like, like certain tier lists, watch certain videos, react to certain shit. It'll just make it way easier for us to do it on live stream, be able to, you know, build a new subscriber base on that side. And there's still going to be Patreon specific um, content, of course, always. 100%. For sure. But, but there, just, the Twitch always also is going to lead to more content on YouTube as well. More content on YouTube as well. Hell yeah, yeah for sure. I can't wait. Um, but we didn't talk about this last week. But the question was, are you, t you asked this, you said, are you tired of your job or are you tired of the motherfuckers there? Yes. Yes, bro. And the reason why I asked that question is because I've been going to the same gym for like a year. And I told Terrell, am I tired of the gym? I was telling him, I'm damn, I'm tired of the gym. I'm like, damn, am I tired of the gym? Or am I really just tired of everybody that's in the gym? And look, they're not doing nothing to me. They're not doing anything to me. But y'all are like wallpaper and that might sound low but it really ain't because when i think about it, when i go to the gym and sometimes when you go to work you go in there for yourself mm -hmm. meaning if i was in a different place i wouldn't really be here i'm not coming to this gym because i love the people in here i come to the gym because i'm doing this for me so i was telling terrell when i go in that joint and seeing the same faces every day when you go to the gym often like five days a week sometimes you kind of get tired of the environment, seeing the same people when you walk through, seeing the same people that are in there when you in there. Sometimes the repetitive aspect of seeing the same people can just be like, fuck this. I told you, am I tired of the weights? No. Well, let me ask am you Am I this. tired of the, act, mm -hmm. the exercises that I'm doing? No. Well, let me ask you this, because you said, are you tired of your job? Yeah. But then you talk about the gym. Well, the that's why I brought that up. The place that you choose to go to where work is more so like you got to go to work. And what if you hate the job you do? Now, that's my thing. Because you used to work and you did not like it. Mm -hmm. But did you not like the job? I think you like the people you work with more than the job. I disagree. I liked the job. And I don't think I was able to do the job the best that I could because of the people I worked with. Oh, yeah. That is you know true. what I mean? And I think the only reason why I, bring the, why I brought the gym up is because sometimes the gym is not somewhere that you choose to go. After a while, sometimes you feel like I got to keep going because I got to keep shit together. Mm. And that's why when people say you go to a new gym, you just got like the, you, you, that new energy. You, yeah, you, you like almost new... reinvent yourself in a way. Same thing with a job. That's why I told Terrell, when you have a job, are you really tired of your job? Or are you tired of seeing the same motherfuckers every day, your coworkers? Like you mm -hmm. might work with a, you might get stuck working with a certain lady that works slow. And you know what type of day that's going to be. You work with somebody who talks too much. Or you got a job or a boss that's always on your ass. It's like, you know what? What I'm doing really isn't that hard. It's not like the work is too hard for you. Mm -hmm. It really just be 
damn, I got to come back here again and again and again, see these same faces every day. I just feel like it gets old. It's a reason why, for my niggas who play 2K, you play on your mind player, y'all ever be playing with a team so long that you're like, man, fuck this team. You could be playing with the Warriors, and you can get to a point where you're like, you know what? I don't want to play with Steph Curry and Clay and Draymond no more. I'm about to trade myself to the Bulls. And look, you trade your player to the Bulls, and you just start cooking. You just start playing way better. You having way more fun with a new team. And I was telling Terrell, like, it's like putting yourself in a new environment. I think it. And when you stay in one environment for a long time, I don't know what what aspect of that environment are you really tired of? Are you tired of the the work? I can mm-hmm. I can see getting tired of shoveling something or doing some strenuous work. But for most of us, are you really tired of the work or are you tired of the people? Cuz people have a big effect on how your work go. Well, I would say it depends on what job you do. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Because I used to know some people we hired this girl on the sales floor before from Home Depot, and she hated it because she wasn't really the talkative type. Yeah. The go up to you, hey, how can I help you? So she just hated the job. She fucked with everybody, which was, ended up being a problem because you don't like the work you're doing, but you're fucking with the people. Yeah. And so it really does truly depend on the job you do. But for some people, like, I don't think so, though, Terrell. You know what? I'm, I'm pulling that back. I don't think it depends on the job you do. I think it depends on the job you do, Terrence, because I could not, I could like the people that I work with and not like the job I do. I know a lot of people that love the people they work with, hate the job because they want to do something else. I'm tired of working retail. I'm tired of working this. And it'd be the job that they don't like. It's people that work a job for 10 years, 15, 20 years, and these years go by like a blur. And I think it's because of never changing the environment. You know what I'm saying? If you work a job where you don't like the people there, you ain't going to work there for that long. I can't deal with this shit. And you, you move on to a new environment. And that new environment normally enhances your life. You get a new job, you start talking to people about different things, and you start doing different things. But you work the same job. You work with the people who do the same shit. You see the same people every day. Life starts feeling like, a blur and a day start feeling like a week. And next thing you know, weeks have gone by and you mm-hmm. just feel like nothing has really changed in my life. Because what am I majority doing? I'm majority going to work. I'm, the main thing I'm doing is going to work. So going to work doesn't feel like I'm doing anything anymore because it's mm. so repetitive. Same thing with the gym. Going to the gym can be like, what the fuck am I doing in here? Same motherfuckers coming in, but you see, doing that's the same the, thing. I would, I would argue that that's more the environment than the people. and that's what I'm talking about. But the people are a part of the environment. It's like a plant. You know what I'm saying? It is. It is a situation. There have been situations where I did one job because Terrence, you work. Well, you right. You work somewhere. Got tired of it and left. Yeah, I work somewhere. And got tired of it, but did the same job in a completely different space with brand new people. And I felt like I had just got that job over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It felt like I just got a brand new job, and now I'm doing everything from scratch. But then once I got to know them, I got tired of the job, and I started wanting to do something else, something more. Yeah. And so that's like a real, what do they call it? Anecdotal? 
or it's a real like based on whatever you're going through type of. Nah, yeah, it's situational. Situational. Yep. I also like I said though. I think it's environment. I think somebody's going to pick up what I'm saying about the people being. These people are like wallflowers. Like you're not even real for real. You're just a part of this environment. When I come here, I see you. When I leave here, I don't see you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I seen this dude in a, in a in a Target. I seen in the gym, and it was like I've never seen him before. Or it's like seeing you somewhere else. It's the reason why when you see your teacher outside of school, it's like whoa, you literally have a life outside of this place because know, you, we don't associate you as a person anymore. You're my teacher in this building. And I don't see you unless I come in this building. So seeing you outside of this building is like seeing a lamp walking around. <laughs> you know? It might sound ridiculous, but like nah, that is what we do with that. our mind. It's like, yo, this person is, is in, attached to this gym. Seeing them outside of it is like, whoa, look at that. Look at this motherfucker You're that's not in the around. gym. I only see you in one place. Now that's true. Yeah. That is true. You see somebody out. I've had people say, yo, this is crazy. Seeing you out is crazy. Like it guess is. They look at you like, yo, your people might associate at work. Mm-hmm. Or people might see you on, on YouTube and be like, they're always in that place with the couch behind them and the mics. And then they, now they walk in and see you in the aisle looking at Frosted Flakes and it's like, this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Only because <laughs> you might be somebody's routine where they see you all the time in the same place. Seeing you outside of it is like, what are Whoa. you doing outside of my computer screen? Uh-huh, yeah. Hold up. He's real. Yeah, no That's how I you. feel. But well, yeah. Why do old people always want to know who's the oldest? This is a twin question. Nobody's going to be able to relate unless you're a twin. It's annoying as fuck. Why the fuck do y'all always want to know who the, who, who oldest? Me and Terrell met a lady in the gym. She said, ha She was talking about something random and then said, huh, which one of y'all are the oldest? It's like, okay. She also told us congrats on being twins. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, what else did I have? Oh, I got, this is what I okay. wanted. To, well, you got it. I was going to ask you: Should your Twitter match your life? Should your Twitter match your real life personality? This is a good question that I wanted to ask Terrell and basically everybody else because I know we basically. Have... That what you said? You said basically. Y'all hear the silence? Means somebody got in trouble. That's what you said. <laughs> <laughs> he did, right? <laughs> but basically, we've seen a lot on Twitter, on social media. Basically, it doesn't even have to be a Twitter thing. Should your social media personality match your real life personality? And is that a big deal or not? Reason why I ask. Context. There's a lot of people who say it's just an app. And if you see me talking crazy on Twitter... That's just me talking. I.e., we were thinking about the situation where a dude has a loving relationship that he's in, but on his Twitter, he's like, fuck these bitches. Fuck bitches. (laughs) Yeah. I think I look at your social media as the person who you want to be. That's the dangerous thing about this meta thing they got coming. Because guess what? We've seen you niggas do it with 2K. You are who you are, but your 2K nigga has an Odell Beckham mohawk covered in tats. He's Light way skin. stronger than you. He's not the same complexion it's as you. It's not, not even the same complexion. You've seen you with the white boys that have the, 
the black 2K players. That's so random. But online, on a not-so-extreme level when it comes to social media, you can be whoever you want to be online. I mean, online. But that's the key. This is who I believe you want to be. Anybody that follows me on Instagram or Twitter and listens to this podcast or meet me in, in real life, I try my best to be the same person. And if anybody that starts a podcast that asks me for advice, one of the main things I tell them is don't try to get on camera and be cute. Don't try to get on camera and have your own camera face or your own camera voice. Just be who you are. And nah, people yeah. are either going to fuck with you or they not. Yeah. So... I look at people that get online and they're different. This yeah. who you really want to be. Like the nigga that's online saying, fuck these bitches. I could give a fuck about a bitch, but you in a relationship. You want to be. You want to live that life. Yeah. That shit is a red flag for anybody that's dealing with something like that. If you got a girl that says, oh, fuck these niggas. I, a nigga could never do shit for me type shit. Yeah. When y'all in a relationship, that's a little bit of a red flag. Cause it's like, dog, is this really how you feel? Because you're not going through this. With right. me. Like, why? Maybe they've been through it before. What if that person's response was, it's just Twitter. It's not that important. It's just like me. You know, I'm just on there having fun with it. I feel like if this was 2012. Or for Instagram the young Instagram is three years old. Or, or I just think Instagram is such a big thing now. Twitter yeah. is such a big. Social media period is such a big aspect of life. News breaks on social media. We found out this person died because their son posted on Twitter from the page and said, my, our beloved has passed type shit. Right. Like, it's dead ass news. I don't use news apps or watch the news anymore. It's not because I don't care about the news. We used to wake up every morning and watch 9 USA. Remember? Mm -hmm. Leon, whatever. His drunk yep. driving ass from <laughs> ABC. We used to watch them in the morning because we were trying to figure out the weather, see if we was out for school days. Yep. Um, when it was snowing and shit, but now them kids ain't waking up, turning the channel nine, looking at that ticker at the bottom. I can go online and see if we're going to have school. It was like that towards the very end for us. Yeah. Well, you can go online and see it. Mm -hmm. but, but I just think shit changed, but I'm gonna let you give your take. Cause nah, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of right there with you where I feel like it's definitely, you have a choice. It's like ready player one, you know, mm -hmm. that dude was a, the girl was a dude. Yep. And it's just because that's who she wanted to portray herself as in that world. So, low-key, I'm going to say the same as Thrill saying, I think you should definitely match your social media personality with your real personality because at the end of the day, you're going to want that shit to add up. You got a lot of people who get on now. Think about it. You go viral for some shit that's honorable. Mm -hmm. And now people are going to pull up your old tweets and say, but this you? Yeah. Right? Then you're going to be trying to say, oh, that was Twitter. It's not going to go well because you want us to believe what you're saying now. So I think it's just about understanding you about to grow up and get on a more mature level with the shit that you're saying. We can all, you can go look back at tweets that from me from like probably 20, 2009, 2010, where I might have mm -hmm. been saying some reckless shit. But like that was me over 10 years ago. Yeah. So like even back then, it's like, I think you should definitely think about the fact that you're going to age with this social media shit. For you're sure. going to age. I give a big shout out to the people who have photos on their Instagram that date all the way back to like 2015. And they just mm -hmm. always just kept posting. They have a thousand posts. That to me is dope because 
Most of the time, that person is who they are. Yeah. And you can see the growth. Me and others who have less than 30 picks, all of our picks are from this year. It's hard to see exactly who you are. Well, it yeah. looks like I'm showing you who I want you to see. And that's the thing. People are erasing growth. It's funny we talk about the many face God because that is literally what people are today. Many face gods. Nah, yeah. This is my thing. Meta, the way they market this meta shit is you might be in a... I talked to my boy Don Cell about this. Shout out to him. But we were talking about this shit one day and it just I just thought about it. But we was like, yo, you could be in a wheelchair. Yeah. But in the metaverse, since we're doing a virtual meeting, you're walking into the meeting now and you look however you want to look. And cool, that's actually dope for those, those people, right? Yeah. Well, people that can benefit from stuff like that. Like that. But at the same time, that shit kind of dangerous. We don't think about the dangerous side of shit. It's almost like them saying, we building these robots and they're going to help you do your laundry and everything. They didn't know that motherfucker's chest was going to turn red. Nah, no bullshit. Yeah. And it was going to flip. I don't think we think about the negative side of that because now you could be getting scammed by whoever and not know. If, you know what I'm saying? You never know the level of sh this shit could hit the fanness. Uh, yeah, at what point is it blackface? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like These a, niggas with the 2K. Somebody could come out with... And then it's, you know what I'm saying? At what point is it, is it offensive? How would we handle that going forward? That would be weird. You mm -hmm. got pages of people who have a black girl as their profile pic. They saying all of the shit that black people say. They talking for black women, mm -hmm. all of that. But it's not even a black woman. Mm -hmm. It's the period, uh, period, period, uh, girl. Yeah. Behind the scenes. Behind somebody that look scenes. like that. That's just perpetrating that because online I can be whoever I want to be. Especially these profile profiles that don't have like an actual avatar. And we're and like Terrell saying, we're headed more towards a not being yourself, but being who you want to be world. Mm -hmm. And now you don't know who you're dealing with. And that's the thing, too. It used to be the egg joint would talk shit to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now these people are making these pages and they get violent towards you. They start saying shit to you, especially these celebrities. You got somebody saying, F you and your... I seen on Twitter this girl was talking about something, something, somebody that something happened. And she was like, did you have the same feelings for your uncle that passed away or something like that? And when you go to her Paid. Twitter bio, it said, RIP my uncle. And it's like, that's fucked up. But this girl will never know who said that because when you go to that person's page, they got an anime pic. And we don't know who it is. That shit has become dangerous now. Like, because now you just get anonymous hate. And, and don't know who it is. And it could be somebody you know. And you get anom an anonymous hate. Well, I'll say anonymous hate is just as dangerous as anonymous love. Because what's real? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Somebody showing you love from a fake ass page. Who is this? What, is that? what does that even mean? Most of these girls that get all of these comments from these dudes do not give a fuck about none of these comments. Mm -hmm. They don't even really give a fuck. We be looking at numbers all day, hoping our number go up. Man, this shit is Black Mirror for real. It is. It is nuts. But is that pause worthy? What? What you just said? What? It's nuts? It is nuts. And nah, I don't even see, say pause. That's a reach. You reach it. I'm saying it's nuts. There are certain people that won't say, uh, I forget what it was. Damn, I just had it. I forget. Anyway, um, that shit is wild. But I did want to talk to you about, speaking of like, 
not really speaking of, but did you see, I don't know if y'all seen, but Tyler Perry responded to Spike Lee's criticism I didn't from see years it. ago. So if you don't know, Spike Lee, years ago, before we went to film school, so this was like, what, 2010, 2011? Because it was right mm-hmm. before we graduated. He said that um, all Tyler Perry's movies are coonery buffoonery, and all he does is put black folks in the worst light because Tyler Perry had the uh, Medea and, you know, Die of a Mad Black Woman. A lot of the shit that just really put black, black people in a toxic light yeah. on a bigger stage than we had seen. Um, and so Tyler Perry responded, and I wanted to share the response with specifically Terrence because I want to know what he was going to say about it and if he, if he agreed, if he didn't. But Tyler Perry says... Um, Concerning Spike Lee's 2009 comment. Damn, it was 2009. Beautiful year. He said, there's a certain part of our society, especially black people in the culture, that look they look down on certain things within the culture. I guess talking about his work. Okay. For me, I love the movies. God damn it. For me, I love the movies that I've done because they are the people that I grew up with that I represent. So I'm creating the, the people that I grew up with on screen. And he says, so when someone says you're hearkening back to a point in our life that we don't want to talk about or we don't want the world to see, you're dismissing stories of millions and millions of black people. And that's why I think it's been so successful, because it resonates with a lot of us who know these women and these experiences and Uncle Joe and so forth. And so basically what he's saying is I grew up with the Medea character. I grew up with the Uncle Joe character. Mm-hmm. So I'm creating these characters, and it's been successful because other people know these characters. And if we don't do this, then we're silencing the stories of millions of real people before. You okay. know what I'm we're, we're, we're silencing those stories. Yeah. I want to know what you think about his response because I have a response. Say your response first. I think that's true when it comes to certain characters, but Tyler, let's run your filmography, bro. And look that's at home. that's my only thing. Let's let's really look back at what you've done. Can I play you something real quick? Yeah. This is a short. Diary, Diary of a Mad Black Woman is the craziest depiction of a black man that I have ever seen. It never, I have never heard of anything like this. Ever. So you tell me what character this is that you met. I'm going to literally play this for you. It's, <laughs> it is crazy. This is the scene. Just for everybody, just for people that don't know. This man comes home to his wife wearing a new gown. It's their anniversary. He didn't, she haven't heard from this nigga all day. This is him coming home with another woman. Tyler, listen to this. Taste, but I love it. Helen, Now this one, it doesn't really fit quite right, though. I, I think I'm gonna- She talking about a gown. I'm gonna get some alterations. Helen. You see how I keep interrupting you? Charles, I only wanna hear the good tonight. Okay. Here come the other chick walking in. <laughs> I need to tell you something. This day anniversary, y'all. What is she doing here? I asked her to come. Charles, what is going on? Is she wearing the dress that I just picked up? That's insane. What? There's no easy way to say this, but our marriage has run its course. 
It's over. What? What are you trying to say? I'm saying it's over. Charles! Helen, don't act so surprised. I mean, I haven't touched you in a year. I haven't... I haven't been happy for years. 18 years and you think you can just they've come in here and end it like this? They've been together 18... Hold on, they've been together 18 years. You are not leaving. This is the crazy... To me, this is the craziest no, shit ever. I'm not leaving. But you are. There's a truck outside. It's full of gas and I hire some guy to take you anywhere you want to go. I can't keep treating her like this and my children. Not seeing their daddy every night. I'm staying here and there. Tyler Perry, what niggas are like this? You can't say that there's no niggas Ted, like this, Terrell. This man. But I get you. They've been together 18 years. Yeah. It's y'all anniversary. This is the story that you are painting for the masses, right? Yeah. The dark-skinned brother comes home with another woman, a light-skinned woman, to mm -hmm. his brown-skinned wife, right? Yep. So we already can create friction in the, in the, in the audience, right? Yeah. Mm. Look at what he got. You know what I'm saying? But also, this nigga, it's on their anniversary. She got the gown on that he picked out for somebody else. How did she? Did. Okay. All right. Dramatic effect. Then she was he like, said, a little tight. My kids, he said, my kids not seeing their daddy every night. Hold up. What? Terrence, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Because you know what happens in the movie? The dark-skinned nigga drags her out of the house, tosses her out. She goes and finds the light-skinned Shamar Moore nigga that loves Jesus. Yeah, Tyler but we're talking about... Tyler Perry, this is where people say you was doing coonery buffoonery. Because it's like, why are you telling this story like this? Why are you making people look this way? Yeah. Because the thing about it is movies are not just, oh, well, that's just one character. Because now millions of people receive these characters a certain way. Yeah. There's a lot of cultures around the world that don't want their daughters to date black men because all they see in black entertainment from movies to TV is the black guy's going to cheat on you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a real thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, Tyler, you right. You There are the certain characters that you portrayed, but like, I wouldn't dismiss what he's saying because you're giving light because you gave some light to some bullshit along the way. Yeah, a lot of bullshit. But you also gave people jobs and shit. So it's like, I guess we have to look past some of the bullshit because you gave, you know, a lot of people work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And my thing is like, did your work make people just laugh at us? Or did your work make people understand who we are? And you receiving that criticism from somebody who did that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Spike somebody whose movies shed light on who we were as a people and what we stood for as to where your work is a sensationalized... It's like a mockery almost. It's like a... Yeah, it's like a... I don't know. You're not... I don't think that his work puts us in the best light. I don't think your work does anything but entertain. Mm -hmm. But teach where... I think maybe with like for colored women. I think maybe with like a family that prays. For colored girls was another one that was ridiculous. I mean, that was good though. But we be talking, but that's the thing though. It's, I don't think just showing because there's black men that do fucked up shit in his movies that, you know what I'm saying? Like there's infidelity in 
in our community that we can shed light on. That's but there's true. another side of it, you know? That's true. But I think if you have a pattern where it's always that. Yeah, 100%. And I think Spike Lee calls his stuff coonery buffoonery because of that. Like, mm -hmm. because we are going to laugh at your, we're going to laugh at our pain in a way. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Laugh at my pain. That's what it would be. That's what it feels like with Tyler Perry movies. It don't feel like mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. And I'm not here to just shit on Tyler Perry more nah, so that sure. I'm just saying. I understand why Spike Lee makes that comment because of the movies that he makes. I don't think that he makes... I mean, honestly, some of them last ones Spike made... Uh. That Chirac joint was rough. He has. He definitely has some rough stuff. In, in Spike ain't haven't had the cleanest, but he's done a lot more good. And this is my thing. Tyler Perry has some movies that I love. Why Did I Get Married, I love. I love Madea's Family Reunion. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a bunch of movies that he has that I love, but... I'm just not going to dismiss. I'm not going to let you get that off, Tyler. You're not going to say, oh, well, if I didn't tell these stories, I'm dismissing stories from millions of... I just don't... I'm just not rocking with that. Nah. I'm not rocking with it either because... Well, I understand him saying that, though. That is the response that I would expect him to say, though. Yeah. Because it don't have nothing to do with the film. It's just, like, about you. I'm mm -hmm. telling stories from my childhood. If you don't like it, you can get the fuck. Cool. That's a that's a response that I would expect to hear to to the criticism of someone's work. Yeah. Somebody criticizing your work and you say, "Well, this is what I wanted to do." So if you don't like it, you can roll. You see how that's in no response to the real criticism. It's just basically saying, "Well, this is what I wanted to do." Yep. I think I personally don't like movies where we shed light on like black stereotypes and black satire and stuff like. I don't like to see the whole audience laughing at black shit mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying you know black people oh you know he gonna go crazy for that oh you know you know we black so you know we black we you know us black people we can never i don't like comedy like that because it's like us making fun of who we are mm -hmm. it's not us being proud of it it's just kind of like us making fun of it like didn't he do the movie with bow wow no he might he probably didn't do that movie with bow wow which one with byron yeah yeah that was 100 tyler perry yeah see so you know what i'm talking that about like his big fa happy family or something like that Everybody let him. He's got a crazy baby mama. He's got a crazy baby mama. You know what I'm saying? That sheds light on our community in a bad way. In a bad and way. And we're not saying that everything that you do has to be. We're not saying that everything you do has to be uplifting and has to be right. community building. But when majority of the shit that you do is from that cloth, you're going to have some people who have done certain things. That's going to call gonna, you out on it. Yeah, yeah. they're going to call you out on it. Right. Like, look at a filmmaker like Ava DuVernay. Yep. We're not laughing at any of her movies, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to, like, black folks. And most of her movies are about black folks. Mm -hmm. Everything that she's done is, everything that she does is literally made to uplift and it tells, yeah. bring a better light to our community. As to where you have people like Tyler Perry who we're going to make jokes about the community. We're going to make fun. We're going to point out and pull out the bads and stuff like that because people are going to laugh and I'm going to make money. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. look at Shade Room. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You could be a Shade Room filmmaker where it's like, oh, they about to come because we about to tell this, this type of story. That's why, I, that's why a lot of people will see me not like certain movies that come out like that movie that's getting ready to come out. With Jamie Foxx and John Boyega. I think it's called They Clone Tyrone. Like, 
the title of a movie like that automatically turns me off. Because we all know how stereotypical Tyrone and our community is. Mm-hmm. And then when I look and see that Jamie Foxx is going to play a pimp, I'm automatically turned off, yo. I don't give a fuck if it's different or, oh, well, you know, they actually getting coned. They actually going, they might be coming from an organization. This might be happening. I don't give a fuck. Because in the trailer, I'm turned off by, like, the corny shit. Because I feel like shit like that is very, it's very cringy and corny. Like, I don't want to watch this shit. Not because it's not good. I just don't want to see it anymore. I don't want to watch a whole movie of people making it seem like the world doesn't know we black. You know? I don't like for watching a movie where a black man's walking around. I'm a black man. You don't touch a black man. You know, this is a black man. A black man. You don't touch a black man's radio. You don't do it. This for a black man. That is old now. That is like, mm-hmm. I'm, it's not funny no more. It worked for Rush Hour. It yeah. worked for the movies back in the mm-hmm. day. But now, I don't want to see a black exploitation well, uh, res- redo. Respond to the criticism that, that people had for you about how you wanted something different. Now you got something original and not slavery and not trauma porn so what do you have to say about that people that say damn you know i just my thing is this when we say we want something different this is not what we were talking about when we say we want something different is this really different from what i don't like y'all it's a black exploitation uh what do you call it a o it's a ode to black exploitation films they're using the cleopatra uh not cleopatra they're using the coffee all the black exploitation films that that i've seen they're using that same font in the trailer. You know what I'm saying? It's an obvious ode to black exploitation films. The same as what's the joint that Eddie Murphy did? Eddie Murphy just did a black exploitation ode where it was like, oh, um, I forget the name of that joint. Dolomite. Yeah. Dolomite is my name and something is my game. Do we really want to see this shit? That was a good movie. It was good. But like my thing, and I think it was good on the hill, on the on the back of Eddie Murphy. If Eddie Murphy wasn't in that, I don't think we would be saying that that movie was good. And my thing is this: there's nothing wrong with it. It's just for me, that is not the type of filmmaking that I would want to see. I told Terrell, I don't like that. I don't want to see Jive Turkey films. I think it's time for us to move the. Put our foot on the gas pedal, move the move the pendulum forward for real. It ain't about just doing something different. It's about actually doing something of some fucking substance. We be trying to be funny and everything. Everything's a fucking joke. Who cloned? I mean, they cloned Tyrone. And and Jamie Foxx is acting like a pimp. Yeah, and you got these. Uh... And I don't want to see a whole bunch of oh we black oh yeah you know black people oh we black oh why they do that could we black. And it's a whole bunch of stereotypical black funny because we black. I don't want to watch that shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. Dolom- I'm sick of laughing at shit like that. It's not funny to me anymore. Dolomite, the new Dolomite, the, the new Dolomite joint was written by a Jewish guy named Larry Karazuski. And this new movie, They Clone Tyrone, was written by a white dude named Tony Rittenmeyer. So it is kind of weird. Where are these stories coming from? Because doesn't Jamie Foxx say he had a movie that was coming out that he didn't know if he was going to put it out because it was too edgy or something like that? Is this that? This ain't that, no. Because he has Robert uh, Downey Jr. in that movie. And Robert Downey Jr. plays a, a Mexican in that movie. 
Oh, yeah. And Jamie Foxx is afraid to put that movie out. Honestly, I'm going to keep it 100. Jamie Foxx, I mean, I'm a John Boyega and Jamie Foxx fan. I'm not looking forward to they clone Tyrone. It sounds like exactly what Spike Lee said, coonery buffoonery. Are we going to be sitting here laughing at blackness the whole time? Because I think a character being black to me isn't funny. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm black. Well, oh, don't ask me that. Like, you know what I don't like? The uh, well, what, what? A joke that I don't like. Let's say you white, I'm black. And you say, we're looking at like a shirt. And you say, I don't want the, I don't like the, I don't want the black one. Give me the white one. And I say, hey, man, you got something to say? Hey, hey what's going on? Oh, why you? That shit's not <laughs> funny to me no more. Yeah, that's such a dated. It's, it's like, such a dated thing. That's the joke that this isn't funny. Nah, for real. Us being offended, let a pimp freshen up. Let a pimp freshen up. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. Y'all can go and laugh and say it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Good. I knew Terrence wasn't going to like it. Y'all knew Terrence wasn't going to like it. Y'all got it. I'm not even going to say it's bad. More so than I just don't want to see it. What am I going to go see that for? People are like, oh, you're gonna, your mind will change when you watch it. I'm not watching it. Terrence, you got to watch it and see what it's about. I'm not watching it unless they come out with a full trailer and they give me some more insight. But if, if y'all going to try to be funny this whole time, like that way, I'm good, man. We got enough comedy movies. But yeah. They clone Tyrone. They clone Tyrone. I got a couple things, um, but I'll let you rock. Nah, let's talk about the what's-her-name joint. Let's talk about what uh, Carisha said. Carisha just came out and said... Oh, so I don't know if y'all peep, but uh, Carisha from the City Girls has a uh, a show called Carisha, uh, Carisha Please, which is like a podcast talk show type. You Damn, know, and they hungry. Go ahead. Yeah, what you trying to get? Chick-fil-A? Oh, the nigga eat. Fuck out of here, boy. What you look like? Ronald McDonald shirt ass, boy. What you look like, boy? You look like you work at Raising Cane's in the window. Fuck out of here. You serve chicken strips all day. This nigga look like the new Blues Clues uh, character. They, they finally went black. Blues, good damn. You can scram, head ass <laughs> boy. They tried to slip it up for you. <laughs> uh, you look just like you're getting ready to be on Blues Clues. Are you matter of fact, I'm going to the gym after this. I don't know about you. I don't give a fuck if it's late. Mail time, mail time, mail time. Head yeah, ass boy. You know what they going, yeah, you know what they would do nowadays with Blues Clues? They would make it a woman. And she would say nothing but pop culture stuff. Blue. It's giving mail time or some shit like that. That's nah. exactly what they would do. They would be, be trying fluid. to spice it up like It would be gender fluid. Is it a man? Is it a girl? Who knows? We're not going to say. Now, you better be careful now. Right. Be careful. <laughs> but look, Carisha has a, a show called Carisha Please. And um, she recently came out and said, you, you see it, was working that day. You see it. Um, but Carisha came out and said, I want to be the black Oprah. And it, and it caused like a little bit of a, uh, you know, a little bit of a stir on Twitter because everybody was like, what the hell does she mean by I want to be the black Oprah because Oprah's black. And yep, but all I'm going to say is we know what she's talking about. That's all I'm going to say. We know exactly what Carisha meant by she wanted to be the black Oprah. And I'm going to say this in the kindest of ways. Oprah has not always been the most blackest person. Like, this is, this is, what, this is what I will say. Has, donate, has Oprah donated to hella HBCUs? Sure. 
Has she donated money to certain black institutions? Sure. Has she, she has a network called OWN where she, you know, she has a lot of shows that are black. She's invested in people like Avery DuVernay who has shows like on her network, like Queen Sugar and shows that are black. But one of the most powerful black people in the the country. For sure. Absolutely. But Oprah understands who her audience is. Oprah, for the majority of her career, played the mammy role to a white woman, a white woman, white woman based audience. Okay. She was the black person that was cool to watch. She wasn't super black. She was really up, up front and welcome to the Oprah show. She came from nothing, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, that's what made you who you was. You casted out any, you, you didn't like anything to do with any of the negative things or any of the more pro, pro, pro black things in black people stuff like hip hop. Oprah for years, I don't like hip hop. They're sagging their pants. They're calling women this. They're doing that. She didn't want nothing to do with hip hop. She wanted nothing to do with pe- the likes of people like Little Kim or, you know, like if Oprah was on today, she wouldn't have people like Meg Thee Stallion and them on there. Oh, no, hell yeah, you're right. She would be interviewing the Haley ba- the, the, the Chloe Baileys of the world. But after Chloe did her change up, her ass wouldn't have been back. Damn, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then Oprah also led the charge on down low black men. She had, she had a, like 10 episodes where she had women come on and talk about how their husbands were on the down low, specifically in our community. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She just threw niggas under the bus for years. So it's a lot of black folks that don't look at Oprah that way. Yeah, is she, a, is she one of the first billionaires and black and she's done stuff? Sure. But it goes back to that mini face thing. Like, do we look past? And then just to put a bow on it, you led the charge on that Michael Jackson documentary where you were trying to get Michael Jackson hemmed up on that documentary like he was a creep. You t- attacking black men again. Then you try to do the Me Too documentary on Russell Simmons to where, don't, where he had a couple allegations. Now you want to drag his name through the mud. But then when they asked her about her relationship with Harvey Weinstein, she said, out of her mouth, I like to look at the rainbow in the clouds. I feel like if we make this about Harvey, then we're missing the actual. It's like, typical. Right, you see? But that, and that's where black folks, we kind of was like, all right, bet, Oprah, we know who you are now. So when Carisha says, I want to be the black Oprah, everybody's making it seem like they don't know what she's talking about. Like, we know exactly what Carisha was talking about. She's I saying think she want to be like the talk show person for like the hip hop, whatever community. We we get it. Yeah. Oprah should be concerned that she would say that though. Not Oprah. Should, I'm I'm saying Oprah should feel like damn. She don't even look at you like black. I want to be the black Oprah would make me feel like damn. You know what I'm saying? If I was Oprah. Mm-hmm. But it 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 always on the the legs of what you just said. You know, Oprah has been on some BS. And it's like, Carisha wanting to be the black Oprah. Okay. When I saw that, I'm thinking this, y'all. This, this is my opinion on it. Everybody wants to be Oprah now. Everyone. Everyone. Yep. I was going to ask you, do you think the pinnacle of this podcast and shit is to be an Oprah build? Oprah is like the most overrated build. Oprah is literally like NBA 2K19... 
playmaking sharpshooter. It's oh, like what everybody oh. is doing. Everybody has this. We all at the, at the part with the same build. Like, at this point, what is podcasting evolving to? You know, it's, I told Terrell, that's long-form entertainment. It's sitting, it's listening to somebody speak for a long time and not really giving a fuck about the last two weeks. It's about this week. It's the same thing with Oprah. This is the reason why we, when we were watching Oprah, Oprah didn't come on and then there where you could go back and watch the Oprah rerun unless you was recording it. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, you're just seeing who Oprah had on this week. You know what I'm saying? Oprah low-key laid the blueprint. Not even Oprah. But yeah, yeah, Oprah. she kind of ran that blueprint for what a lot of us are, or not even me and, not me and Terrell speaking, but what everybody in our community is doing now. The biggest podcast in the world and some of the big names who are starting podcasts, they're not doing what me and Terrell are doing. Not putting me and you on a pedestal in no type of way. I'm just speaking on the, the actual craft of what we're doing. Me and Terrell come on this joint week after week talking to each other about specific topics. And our personalities pretty much lead these topics. Mm-hmm. As to where celebrities are now saying, I'm going to start a podcast. Yeah, I'm going to start a podcast, and I'm going to bring this person on as a guest. Carisha is going to bring people on from the culture, I guess, as a guest, and just sit there, and, and you just want to sit there and ask questions. We're not even really being creative. Mm-hmm. You're just bringing somebody else famous on, so that you can just sit there and say, what was this about? What was this? How's your relationship with this? That doesn't take any fucking work. Yeah. It takes zero work. I'm sorry. Y'all like y'all work so hard. I'm going to tell you this. Getting a guest to come on and then benefiting off of that guest's following, who really gives a fuck? You barely had a rap career. Now, you're a, now you want to be a, the new black Oprah. Yeah. And but if I can chime in real quick. Everybody's mm-hmm. trying to be Oprah now. And I was going. I, I did want to respond before you finish. That there was a lot of people that was saying um, that it was disrespectful to Oprah because she wouldn't have her show in that format without the likes of Oprah being a black woman first doing it. Fact. So that's what people were saying, and that is true. Yeah. Um, like we can talk but, about the the L's of Oprah and how Oprah ain't really a part of the culture and stuff like that, and. There's definitely truth to that. But my focus is like, damn, why is everybody trying to be Oprah? Mm -hmm. These sports people that have sports podcasts, interviewing other sports athletes. Oh, we starting a sports podcast. The first person we about to have on is this person who played for this this team. And then we're going to say, what school did you play for? Who did you start with? If I'm a media person, if I'm a uh, musician, I'm going to have another musician come on. And now we're not talking musician to musician. Now I'm sitting here like fucking Oprah asking you, so what did you do to get your stock? So where you come from? So what's your story? And it's like, I could watch this person interview with anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The benefit of you talking to her should be the fact that it's you talking to her. But these days, everybody wants to be Oprah. I told Troy, this is something that has blown the shit out of me. You look at the top charts for all of the podcasting and all of podcasting. Most of these motherfuckers have guests and they podcast would probably not be what it would be had they not had guests. Or, and, and like, think about it. What are we really talking about? Or what are we really watching? We're not watching real podcasting. We're watching interviews. Like there literally should be a bracket called interviewing. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, we got DJ Khaled on. So how did you start? I started in the streets of Florida. You know, I started. Damn, what the fuck am I watching? When low-key y'all It's an just, interview. It's not it's even. It's an interview. It's Breakfast Club. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It is Breakfast Club. And honestly, the people that do it without, on a bigger level. Yeah. It is, it is different. I guess we got into podcasting way like in this very small window of podcasting, right at the top of the pandemic. Before everybody had a show, it was just there was a, podcast, it was podcasting, but it wasn't podcasting was not what it is now. That was 2019, the start of 2019, yep. June. People started podcasting because. As we got deeper in the pandemic, they didn't have shit to do and couldn't go nowhere. So they just started. And podcasting became something that a lot of people gravitated blew, to. Podcasting blew up. Mm-hmm. And so people just said, fuck it, we about to start podcasting. And then they started putting money behind it. Yep. When Joe Rogan signed for $200 million, $200 plus million, I think 250 everybody was trying to get a podcast bag. But mm-hmm. the money, like, and a lot of the bigger podcasts will tell you, that money is not like it was then no more. Yeah. And, and that's the one thing that blew me about when she said, I want to be the black Oprah. You're not doing anything different. You're, not mm-hmm. all, you're also not doing anything that you started. You're hopping on the wave of what everyone else is doing. You're just doing it in your own field. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no hate against you for wanting to be the black Oprah. You can, you can definitely have that aspiration. But me, myself, I'm like, damn, Oprah was somebody... And oh, one thing they can't say you know about Oprah is Oprah did her motherfucking research. Her squad was on purpose. Like she had to deliver a show every day. And that's my thing. That's why I said Oprah was somebody. Oprah was somebody who could go on a show only because she's, she was operating in something that, and, and like she was operating in a field where she's kind of paving her own way. Mm-hmm. Now the way is paved. You know what I'm saying? Now the blueprint is there. It's like Michael Jordan's greatness is so great because. Who was he really copying? A lot of that greatness was his. We see, and even Kobe. We'll see Kobe come along doing the same moves as Jordan. That's why you will never, you probably will never see people say that Kobe was a better two than Jordan. Because we all know Jordan laid that blueprint. Kobe stuck his tongue out because of Jordan. Kobe looked up to Jordan. Did Jordan's moves. He might have his own, he got his own bag, but like, these days with, with other mediums, like podcasting, a lot of people want to say, look what I'm doing. Look what we doing. But nobody wants to keep it 100 as to why. Your podcast was what before guests? And as somebody who podcasts every week, I take that shit y'all like serious. I'm like, damn, y'all podcast popping, but like, would it be popping if y'all didn't have, what, we, what do you call it? Guests? I wouldn't even say guess, but like, cause, cause it's like a ticket. You know what I'm saying? What, what, what did Nipsey say? I ain't have no. Put it like this: it's no favors. And I feel like having somebody come on your podcast. If we could get Lil Bow Wow to come on this podcast, it'll probably be our most viewed podcast that we ever did. Mm-hmm. But that's a favor, you know what I'm saying? And are people here for us, or are they here because we want to ask Bow Wow? So the first record you put out. What was the what was the first what's the first record you made? If Bow Wow came on this podcast right here, this docket would not change. Yeah. Bow, Bow wow. wow 
200K in cash or 40 million yeah. going flip. <laughs> Straight up. And I feel like uh -huh. everybody wants to be the new Oprah because all you got to do is sit on your ass and ask questions. It was probably, it looked very easy. You know what? I could just do this. I'm going to bring her on and we're going to talk. All right. She's going to talk. But yeah. Nah, I think you make the best point because I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about Oprah ass. Nah, yeah, yeah. And you but, know how I've, we had a podcast segment before called New Oprah's. That was my favorite mm -hmm. podcast topic we ever had. Because I really feel like podcasting is the new Oprah's. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> Said it three times. It is. It is. It is. It is. But I think they're, they're, that's why they're, it created so much of a, of, a, of a who and a what behind it. Yeah. Um, what did you want to get to? Um, I was gonna say this one thing. Uh, bragging about fucking a girl, mm -hmm. bragging about having sex with a girl. I mean, let me say this. I don't like saying fucking. Bragging about sleeping with a girl that you're no longer with mm -hmm. is lame. Like, you looking real. You talking about the uh the, the baby made shit? Yes. You're looking very poverty. You know what I'm saying? And I think if you're not with a girl anymore and you hit, cool, bro. But when you out here saying, oh, that junkie, I fucked her. Yeah, oh, or her. Oh, yeah, I always used to be with that. You need to understand how you look. And some of y'all fellas might be this type of dude. Mm -hmm. And you kind of might need to hear this. Or you might have a friend that's this way. If you have a friend or you are going around saying, yeah, you know, I, yeah, I, I, oh, yeah, her, oh, I, I hit that. Oh, yeah, I hit that. Or you know somebody that's always pressed to say that they did that or something like that. They really don't have anything to say. They have nothing to talk about. So they, can talk, so they try to talk about things that they've done so that it seems like, yeah, that's what I did. It's, the same, it's in the same breath as people who say, this place, I've been there. That, I've been there. You ever say that about the person? It's like the person that's always talking about where he's been doesn't know where he's going. Yeah. And that's just a fact. It's like you don't know where the fuck you're going, so you try to tell everybody where, you're, where you've been. Or it's like the person that's telling you that he's about to be a rapper. He's getting ready to start a podcast. He's getting ready to work this government job making this much money. He's getting ready to do this. And you're like, damn, you got a lot going for yourself. Do you? Really sound like you got a lot to say. And the only reason why I bring that up is like the, the baby the, the, the baby Meg situation. Whether it's true or not, as I thought about it, it wasn't cool. It wasn't really that cool hearing him. Oh, oh, man, I, I was fucking Megan the Thalian. Hit it the day before, too. And I had a, I had a baby, my baby, I had a nigga she was with mad. What do you look like? What are you looking for from that? That's my question to niggas. Yeah. What is oh, it? Oh shit, baby hit man. And it's my thing. Really? It be niggas that be lying about it too. Most of the time. That's why and I said you know most what? of the time niggas are capping. Most of the time niggas are lying. And even if you are telling the truth, it's like, yo, you don't have to. Kendrick has a great song. Um, damn, what's the name of? Uh, called "You Ain't Got a Lot." You ain't got a lot of kick it. Mm hmm. Wow. Is that, is that what it's called? Oh, you ain't got a lot of kick in my... You ain't got a lot Find out what the real name of that song is for me, because I know it's Good Kid, Mad City. Um, I mean, I know it's... Uh, 
What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I just feel like the people that do that, they're they're just every we all know people that try so hard to prove themselves. I think it's out of complexion. But um, what is that? Terrence, you're supposed to be able to find it out. The people that do that, it to me, it seemed like they just are trying to prove themselves all the time. Like, yeah, you know, actually, yeah. You ever talk to somebody like, yeah, bro, you know, I actually like do this shit, bro. Like, like I talk to somebody and they say like I'm like the best at this. And like somebody like, yeah, bro, like it is called You Ain't Gotta Lie, aka Mama Said. Okay, yeah. I don't know why that's not on the album that I have here. This nigga got a bootleg version of Tipper Butterfly. You got Oh, it is called You Ain't Gotta Lie. It's literally called You Ain't Gotta Lie. Sorry. But that song was one of the first times I heard somebody rap about like that character that person it's like yo you actually good bro you don't have to prove to me that you're this real nigga or that you get bitches it's fine yeah. i don't give a fuck about that but some people that just becomes who they are yeah you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. i think the person that's talking saying what they did okay cool but i feel like the people that's really about what they did don't say and that go you don't you know love yourself yeah like it, you don't have to say that you don't, I don't have to talk about no woman that I slept with. None. You know right. what I'm saying? Only because, and, and especially if she with a new dude. You got it. Right. What do I look like talking about a failed relationship? Low key. Right. Because maybe the stallion up. What are you doing? You're pressed to say, oh, I was fucking that joint. Okay, bet. We don't give a fuck. Now what? Right. Oh, my, my new album out. We don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. And now you look dumb as shit. Because we don't give a fuck about either of those two things. You literally don't get any accomplishment talking about what you did in the past. Nah, now, if you said Meg the Stallion, let's say he said, no disrespect, Meg, because this can sound disrespectful. Let's say he was hitting that joint now and her, her, her dude don't know. And I'm really with Meg. And then it comes out, damn, he's with Meg. Not saying that putting it out there in that form is better, but... That's kind of like taking ownership of what's real. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I want my relationship to be public now. I'm tired of hiring it type shit. Okay. It, that would get a little bit more respect because, hey, I mean, he didn't want to do the private thing and he is hitting it now. But talking about a past opportunity that we don't even know if there's truth, mm -hmm. it just look bad because you're not doing it now. You're like the nigga that says you got the high school before they erase the points. Before they reset this, I had the high school. Yeah, I had the high school. If you can't get the high score now, cool. We setting new high scores. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't give a fuck what you did. The people that's, that live in the past are still there. That's why you don't even need to get caught up in the shit they saying. I know some of y'all right. got friends that want to talk about all of his accomplishments, that want to talk about the shit that they did, and that shit sometimes make you feel small mm -hmm. because you don't have the same type of you know what I'm saying? History that they have. But the thing is, we can't validate none of the shit that you're saying. We can't put any truth to what the shit that you're saying. So what we're not going to do is harp on that shit. Bro, I'm proud of you, bro. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Because when we start talking about this part, then you real quiet. Nah, for real. I've been around the older nigga that's saying, y'all some young niggas, y'all don't know about nothing about no pussy yet. Oh, I bet y'all haven't fucked no bitches yet. Yep. I, we've been around the older nigga that says that, but then when bitches come around, they change. 
And now they seem like they a little bit more. In the now sh- you seem like you ain't getting no pussy. Now it's now, yeah. Yeah. And so now I can really see. And so it's just one of those things where it's like, fellas, never be that guy. If you smash some, sh- if you if you knock something down and you're standing in a group of niggas, like, and these are your men, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and even then you do that shit in private. Yeah. But if you knock something down and on the strength of your man, you don't, you want to let him know because you my man, I'm just letting you know yeah. type shit because he might try to talk to her. That's one thing. As men, we know that. And that's why you, the key word I said was bragging. Yeah. Right. Letting somebody know, that's one thing. Oh, you know, I actually, you know, me and her used to talk, you know, I actually, you know what I'm saying, end up messing with that joint. Bet. I might even, you not, see, the way even way you saying it is with a little bit more respect. Yeah, it's just like, letting I'm, you know type shit. Yeah. But it's like bragging. Putting this shit on one of the first couple songs of your album. I waited this shit on my set. This shit on my next album. That shit is just whack, man. It's just that's, like that's not that's a why good that bullshit. Look. Did 16k first week. Yeah, like trash. I'm not, get your money, baby. Get your money made. Get your money, everybody. Get your money is how you bow out of a yeah. situation. But all I'm gonna say is, words are here and your body is here. Yeah. And if you have to keep that in mind. Your body and your actions are one thing. The words sit outside of you. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And some, some, for some of y'all, it's a leash. You know what I'm saying? Like, for some of y'all, words are a leash. That's what I'll say. Like, for real. Yep. Your actions speak louder than anything that your words say. If, you, if he had dropped a tape, Even that would have been a little bit like, damn. But that's revenge porn. What, the revenge porn is, is fucked up. And I'm not saying he should have did that. And I'm not saying he should have dropped it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying mm-hmm. words are empty without proof. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Proof. See, you that's true. That's why I say it's a leash. You're not going anywhere with this. Like, just leave it alone. You might as well, you were better off not saying nothing. Right. Album might have did 30K. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe he only did 16K because of that. Debate. People wanted to check out the lines. That's what I'm saying. And why they did worse. But this is what I'll say. Um, at the end of it, I don't think those people really like believe in themselves or love themselves. Somebody, and this is completely different, but my boy Kai asked me or said, uh, everyone says love yourself first, but what does it truly mean to love yourself? And how do you know you love yourself? And then what things can you do to begin loving yourself? You know what I'm saying? Everybody says that you should love yourself first. Terrence, focus. Yeah. Everybody says that you should love yourself first. Right? You need yeah. to love you first. But basically what he's saying is like, what does that truly mean? And then what does it look like? And it's funny because somebody said, this nigga going to say, take a solo trip. I need money. Funny as shit because a solo trip is, is cool. But at the end of the day, you can read it. At the end of the day, to me, it really starts with like being honest with yourself about what you're unhappy with about yourself or being honest about your insecurities. Yeah. That's truly where it starts. And then you just do the work to start to appreciate that bet. This is just who I am. Like if you're into and then you got to figure out if what you're insecure about is something that you can change or not, or if it's just who you are like me. I never had the most perfect teeth in the world. Never. I was never the teeth 
person. And I remember girls used to be like, guys with pretty teeth. And they will post a picture of a nigga with a perfect smile. And now you can get veneers and shit. And I told myself, one day I might get some veneers. Somebody might think you got nice teeth now. You don't got fucked up teeth. They not, but they not like perfect. You know what I'm saying? And I used to be self-conscious about that. I used to be like, damn, like, I just like don't like pictures of myself at certain angles because I'm not the most confident in my smile. Yeah. Or wasn't always. Especially as you get older, because you're getting old. But, um... I just kind of learned that bet. Like this is just, this is just who I am. And honestly, I'm about to let this keep me from my confidence. Yeah, and that's kind of what it comes down to. I just, I, you gotta. I mean, yeah, solo trip, 100%. Because it'll, you're literally just taking the trip to do what I'm telling you to do now, which is literally just figure out what you answer. Be, be honest with yourself. A lot. Of, I told my boy yesterday. I mean, the other day. A lot of people look at the mirror and don't even look at themselves. They're looking, you're not looking at yourself, but you're looking at, you're looking in the mirror, but you're not even looking at yourself and you really just got to, how did we get to this? Because talking about the baby, because after that, somebody told me they want me to talk about the podcast and I did it. Fuck you. Fuck you, boy. Bitch ass nigga. You could chime in. This nigga talking to me crazy. I should start snuffing this nigga. You should. (laughs) He talking crazy. But nah, you're right. <laughs> the self-love, I, you start losing me when we start I'm talking sorry. about loving yourself. You know what I'm saying? Love yourself. You, I wasn't confident in my... Some people wanted to hear that. We listened to your whole basketball story about how you got cut. I mean, come on. You can't go on Twitter and see somebody saying the same thing, though. But yeah. no, no, no. I'm not shitting on your point or nothing like that. Definitely feel what you're saying about loving yourself because it does seem like when you do stuff like this, that, that that's not a... Uh, that's not showing that that's not showing self-love. Exactly. That's insecurity. Y'all know what time it is. Nah, movie suggestion of the week. Fuck. Oh, yeah. All right, bet. You got your? Yep. My movie suggestion of the week is not a movie that's out yet. It's actually coming out this Friday. So if you're looking for a movie to go see, I fucked with the trailer of this movie. We've been looking at shitty, bad, scary movies all year. It's going to be Smile. I feel like that joint is going to be scary as shit. And the reason why is because smiling is creepy as shit. Speaking of smiles, you know, mm. you just brought up a smile. Smiling is creepy as shit. If you look at the trailer for that joint, it's like, oh, nah, that joint about to, that joint about to be y'all like scary. You think it's going to be better than Barbarian? 100%. I don't think Barbarian was good. I think y'all are just starving like Marvin for something. That shit was ridiculous. Bad, bad. <laughs> y'all are tripping. Look. Nah, you know what? Barbarian wasn't that bad. Barbarian has a 92 on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see what Smile does. I don't know why Barbarian has a 92. I'm sorry. Because it was dope. Let's, I just want to make I want to see if they build the characters out. He threw her ass off the top, but that, that never happens. He threw her off the top, and the fucking Barbarian... Well, look, I'm ruining it. <laughs> I can't say anything, but it's like... You think that wasn't a bailout? I don't feel like that happens. I feel like normally the man says... Go, go, and pushes the woman up the steps. This was a, some real shit. He said, fuck it. If you, she running slow, I'm saving myself. That don't happen in movies, bro. That I get. That's why I said I wasn't that mad at Barbarian. But I'm like, damn, 92%? Yeah. I guess. Smile. I don't know. I feel like this one might be creepy. And this is the only thing I'm going to say. If you go to the movie theaters, y'all got to stop sitting back, back, back. Y'all should sit in the third row. 
The this, third row, like A? The third row is the best seat in the theater because the screen looks like this. Some of y'all are yes. going to the movie theater. Hell Listen no. real quick. Some of y'all are going to the movie theater. For what? You're sitting so far away that you might as well be watching on your 50 inch because the screen's so far away. But I'm going to tell you this. Okay, I picked Chance. the wrong seats the last time when we went and saw Barbarian. I picked the wrong seats. I thought I was picking the seats that was behind the little uh, handicap seats. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking we about to be here. I looked at my tickets. I said, damn, we sitting up here. But when we sat there, the screen is like this. It's like huge. And for a scary movie, I said, these the best seats in the theater. It is an underrated. I'm just letting y'all know that. The seats so, closer to your. The first seat in the theater is A1. You're saying sit in A2, A3. That's way too close. Terrell, no. Yes. I'll give you C. There's no C. Normally, there's three front rows. Sit on the very last row, y'all, of the, them close-ass so rows. So, you know how they, you go up the steps, and then there's those bottom rows? You're saying sit, say sit down there. Sit down at the very floor. You know why? Imagine if I would have saw Avengers. Damn, damn If you saw Avengers on this big screen, when Iron Man floats from here to here. You're going to do this. Look. You're looking like this. It is a better yes, experience. No. When you went to the Kings of Men and you got on that SpongeBob joint, you didn't sit way back there. It wouldn't have been that fun. You're literally like what the what the filmmaker intends for you to see, you you see more. Yeah, that, I guess that would be better for jump scares. But to me, I can't sit that close and be sitting like this the whole time. I can't do that. But look, we was not sitting like this. We were sitting like this. It's a misconception for you to be sitting And you like know this. what? That is a dated thing because back in the day, your seats didn't go back. Now, all the oh, seats, seats go back. So you can see more. But Man. Hey, look. Y'all can take my advice if y'all want. Right, Movie suggestion of the week. Smile. 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 Welcome back, Carter. Smile. I'm morning, running, running. 444. Such a great movie. I mean, such a great album. Uh, That's arguably one of the best songs on the, al- on the album. Yeah. They laughed at my aesthetics. Something like that? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Juvie shopping in Paris. Oh, y'all thought that was washed. I'm at the cleaners. <laughs> Man. I'm laundering dirty money. That's crazy. Y'all thought I was washed, but I'm at the cleaners, and I'm laundering. Wash, cleaners, laundry, laundry. Mat. But laundering But I'm laundering. Y'all thought I was washed, but I'm laundering at the cleaners. Laundering dirty money, but I'm at the cleaners. Laundering and most people launder money through cleaners and mattress stores. Come on, bro. It's JB talking about go. It's the true of living. God in the flesh. These other niggas are stain of vain. These other niggas is vain, vain and stain on, on the high, high white suit and period. Height. Niggas that rip your shit for title just to spite, spite you. you. All right, bet. Oh, what did the I Jay do? Dick eating has to stop. <laughs> All right, look, my yeah, we don't have another <laughs> artist like that, man. I know it was meant to be a haiku, huh? Terrence. My movie suggestion of the week is Usual Suspects. Ooh. Kevin Spacey is on Amazon. Let me tell you something. That's it. It is a movie about the one guy that survived a crazy-ass night tells the story of what happened at a crazy gun battle that began with five people in a police lineup. And I'm the only person to survive this shit. And I got to tell the detective what the fuck happened. Man. Kevin Spacey's best movie to me outside of America. 100%. I will not give, uh, put any movie of, uh, of that above that. Except American Beauty? No. That. It's that. That movie is amazing. That Kevin is literally Spacey. one of the best movies I've ever seen. Man. Uh, Benicio, Benicio uh, 
Del Toro's in it. Uh, Chaz Palminteri's in it. Giancarlo Esposito. It's a bunch of people in it that are legends. Shout out Giancarlo. Uh huh. But I'm not. I'm not gonna say anything about the movie. But fellas, trust trust me. me. Convince your girl to watch it. It's old. What year did it come out? Better came out in the nines. Probably nine four. Usual Suspects came out in 1995, a year after we was born. That movie, this is what I would say. That movie, I'm not going to say anything about it, but fellas, convince your girl to watch it. It, I know it's, I know it's old, but it is so worth it it's on Amazon. Uh, can you stop scratching in the mic? Sound like a raccoon over this joint, a muskrat. I'm not a hat wearer. This nigga got an itchy forehead. Because I got on this bum-ass hat. Who normally wear this hat? You. I would have had one time. Forehead, skin. Look, I would have had one time. Lame-ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those are the movie suggestions of the week. Turn up. Without further ado. Let's get it, shorty. Oh, this that shit right here, nigga. Let's go. Yeah. What's up? Rocco Country. Nigga, Yo, 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 shout out to the sports uh sports spot. Boo! What is well, that? I don't know. We don't have a sports segment call. I was about to say shout out to the sports segment, but I was like, <laughs> is it really a sports segment? It's turned into just NFL picks. picks. But shout out to the sports segment. I do want to start before we get to NFL picks. Uh, the NFL did announce that there's no more Pro Bowl. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. I saw that. No it's more be- Pro Bowl. It's going to be a week of... Um, skills challenge events, and they said it's going to be a flag football game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, interested to see how that bowls over. I'm interested to see if this, if the Pro Bowl or the, the Pro Weekend, I'm interested to see what they call it. Interested to see if that'll still be, uh, mm-hmm. still have eligibility for, I mean, I, I'm interested to see if that will still go and count towards your Hall of Fame eligibility. Yeah. Because these days, you see people like Jalen Ramsey saying, I'm a so-and-so time Pro Bowler. That's what I'm saying. It's I'm, like, is it a popularity contest still? I'm interested to see how that's going to go. And I feel like it's like, damn, because a part of people getting into the Hall of Fame for years was he's a this-time All-Pro, this-time Pro Bowler. And it meant something. But it, I'm not even going to lie. Now, later in the, the past five to seven years, yeah, it's like it's become a popularity contest. It really has. So I'm interested to see what that is getting ready to turn into yeah. because – Pro Bowl has been kind of lame for the last five years. I don't think a flag football game is going to be fun to watch. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's already basically a flag football game. Yeah. All right, bet. So, love for last week. Um, anybody that stick out to you, we got to show love to the Colts. They beat the Chiefs. Nah, yeah, I definitely thought the Colts was going to lose last week. Yeah, Dolphins beat the Bills. That was huge. You said, and you know what the Dolphins fans came through. And they was like, you, y'all slept on us, and we did. We slept on y'all low-key like we were supposed to. You said, though, you said if the Dolphins win this game, we have to put respect on the Dolphins' No, name. you do. Honestly, I did not expect for them to win at all. Like, I mean, you kind of called it and said that the Bills might have choked, but yeah. I didn't think the Dolphins was going to go out there and win. But got to put respect on the Dolphins' name. Yeah. The Jaguars went out that joint, dogged the – Car, um, dog the Chargers. Jaguars beat the Chargers. I still, I still think the Jaguars are the hype. Jaguars, what's up? Play with us. 
Oh, because they lost to y'all. <laughs> yeah. It's like, nah, but I like to see what the Jaguars doing. I think the Jaguars are one of those teams that had to get that first game out of the way, and now it's like they might be a, a little legit. But then again, Chargers, I don't know what's going on with the Chargers. Are I they hold, who we think we are? Are they, are they really who we thought that they were? The Raiders got their ass up again. I don't know. Our whole division ain't really looking like the best division in football right now. Packers beat the Bucks. I didn't think a lot of people thought that that was going to happen. against them, too. I picked against the Broncos. I thought the Broncos would lose when I didn't handle business against Jimmy G. Y'all made Jimmy G look bad. We looked terrible. We looked terrible and when we won that game, but it was a terrible win. Mm-hmm. And, and once, the, good. Cowboys. I about to say, once again, Cowboys. I had to put respect on their name. Because they went out there and beat them g They went out there and beat the G-Men. All right, bet. Week four picks. What about that first week? Bengals. I'm sorry. Uh, what about that first game? Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Put respect on, keep, on Cleveland a little bit. Oh, yeah. We picked Cleveland, though, because we said that the Steelers, uh, what's the name, was bad. I don't understand how I went 5-11. and 11. What did I lose? You probably picked Detroit over, over Minnesota. Nah, I don't know. You don't have your NFL picks. I keep all of my picks from week to week. I had them last week, too. I just deleted them. All right, bet. Week four picks. Uh, Thursday night, which is the game yesterday, I'm picking the Dolphins. Thursday night, that was one of the only games and one of the only drinks that I did not pick. Even though I think the Bengals could go out here and beat Miami and kind of hush the noise on some bounce back, the Bengals are showing up again because they went out there and won. I'm still picking the Dolphins. I don't think the Bengals are who everybody thinks they are. I'm going with Miami tonight, too. I'm a Tua believer. I think, nah, you know what? Cincinnati. I'm going with Cincy. I think that the Dolphins are good, but I also think the Bengals go out here tonight and And the Dolphins are the only undefeated team left, I think. I think the Bengals are going to change that tonight. I'm not going to give a whole bunch of high prophecy reasons why. The Eagles. I'm going, oh, the Eagles are undefeated too? Yep. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Dolphins, Bengals. Bet. Uh, 9.30 Eastern on NFL Network. Yeah, because they're playing in London. That's the first London game. Oh, so Vikings and Saints. Vikings and Saints. I picked the Vikings. I'm picking the Vikings too. Let's go, Jettas. Please bounce back. Please. It's been two weeks of fantasy hell. I think in, I think in a new element, I, I was first. I was thinking it was gonna be at like the Superdome, mm-hmm. but I think since they're gonna be in a new element, they overseas early in the morning. Minnesota folks are morning people. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna see Minnesota win. I'm picking Minnesota. I'm picking Minnesota too. All right. Uh, first I can one. go five. I was trying. I know you sometimes want to. I can just run through all of these if you want. I got them. Uh, uh, I see you want to pick a speed, so I got you. Uh, Cleveland at ATL. I'm going ATL. ATL, Jacob. ATL, Jacob. I'm going to go with... Oh, my Lord, the hood. This shit look good like right on. That's the first song that comes to my I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. Tripping. I'm going with that ATL. running game, Nick Chubb. Come on, ATL. Secure that W in Mercedes-Benz. We got Buffalo at Baltimore. I could not pick a uh, person to win this game. God. I'm picking the Bills. The Ravens' defense isn't stout. They're not, they're not trustworthy. I'm picking the Bills. I am also picking the Bills. I struggle. But they're going to be in Baltimore. Though. 
The Bills got hella injuries. I'm still picking the Bills. I don't know if we should go against the MVP. We just watched two of them boys come back on y'all. They headed down so and so many points. But I think Buffalo had an off week, but I think Buffalo's still that strong team. I don't know if Baltimore can handle that. Yeah, but Buffalo got a lot. I'm picking the Ravens. <gasps> okay. I'm picking the Ravens. Buffalo. Buffet. All right. Washington Commanders versus Dallas Cowboys. is Dallas week here in D.C. Mm-hmm. Somebody said there's not a Washington week in Dallas. Please. Fuck out of here. You know what type of rivalry this is. Mm-hmm. This is the one of the big, the one of the Any age-old. given Sunday. I'm going with my Washington Commander. <laughs> I'm going with the Commanders, dog. I felt like we can get out there and shock Dallas. I would never pick against my team. This is a true show of, of loyalty. This week, I really believe that we might be able to do something if our O-line can block. If they let that defense go rampant, we'll lose by 30. We will. The yeah. Cowboys will run it up on us. I don't trust Carson Wentz to extend plays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If y'all let the Eagles sack y'all four times in the first quarter of last game and get nine, and before that, excuse me, and before that, let Aiden Hutchinson and the gang and, and the Lions do that, I don't see the big change this week with Micah Parsons coming to town with Demarcus Lawrence. Micah Parsons didn't look that great last week against the Giants, as far as like Evan Neal wise. did a good job against Micah Parsons. Nah, Evan Neal did a, a horrible job for the night, but I mean. Micah Parsons didn't have this crazy game last week. But against Micah, Micah didn't have sacks. Now nah, you're right. He had some pressure. He was getting there, yeah. He was getting there, though. Come on, we need somebody like Chase Young to come back. I'm picking the down. I'm picking the Cowboys, Terrence. I'm sorry. That's I just think they're going to win. And I went 5-11 went last week. I feel you. Commanders all day. I will never pick against them. We got Seahawks at Detroit Lions. I'm going with the Detroit Lions. I'm going with the Lions, too. Let's go Dan Campbell and squad. Let's Y'all got to prove me wrong, Seahawks. We got... L.A. Chargers at Houston Texans. I'm picking the L.A. Chargers. I think the Chargers bounce back and get a win here, and I think the Texans remain 0-3. Sorry, Lovey Smith. Love Lovey, but he just always is in a fucked situation. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be a probably like a close game, but I think the Chargers are going to pull it out. I don't think that the – I don't know. I don't think that the Chargers are a bad team. Yeah, I think Keenan Allen comes back this week. Uh, Rashawn Slater is out for the year, though. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Damn. All right, bet. Titans and Titans at Colts. I'm going to go with – I'm going with the Titans to get a win. I'm going with Tennessee too. I'm I think a Tennessee, Tennessee Titan fan. I think they finally got that groove going last week mm-hmm. against Oki. I think Indianapolis, I've slept on y'all all year. I can keep it 100. I have slept on the Indianapolis Colts, I think, all year. You traditionally have last year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still going to go against them. It's going to be Indianapolis, but I'm still picking the Titans. I like the Titans are doing. I think Indianapolis. Y'all beat the Chiefs last week, but I think the Chiefs had an off week. Watch what Pat Mahomes do to Brady and them boys. Okay. I'm picking the Titans, too. Bears at Giants. Giants. Justin Fields. Sorry. The Giants, I'm sorry. Y'all just blew the shit out of me last week not beating the Cowboys. I'm picking Bears. I'm sorry. I think y'all can go out there and lose to the Bears, too. Everybody was hyping y'all up because y'all was 2-0. Welcome to 2-2. Two two. I'm sorry. I don't see y'all being 3-1. I don't see y'all beating the Bears. I don't think that y'all are that good of a team. I'm sorry. Watch the Bears go out here and get this, this win. Bear down. Sorry, Giants. I'm picking the Giants. I think Saquon going to have a day. Have a day, say. Have a day. Have a day, say. <laughs> Saquon. All right, we got Jacksonville at Philadelphia. I'm picking Philadelphia. 
I'm not picking against the Eagles. I won't. I think Trevor Lawrence and them, they're saying that this is the Eagles' real first real test. I don't think the Jaguars can beat that Minnesota team that they beat. Now, how was this the Eagles' first real test? Because the Jaguars... And we beat Jacksonville. The Jaguars are legit, bro. And they played the Vikings, who was a real test. I thought, you know. And the Lions. That was a real test. The Eagles are, are, are not a team to fuck with this year. They not. I hate them. I'm not picking, I'm not picking against them. I'm going to pick the Eagles. I'm going Eagles, too. Good luck, Jacksonville. I like what y'all are doing, but y'all got to prove it. This is really y'all game. This is they prove it game. Yeah, this y'all sure. prove it game. Jets at Steelers. I'm going to go Steelers. Oh, no. Zach Wilson back this week. For real? Mm-hmm. Well, then I'm going Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> First game back, and you going up against Micah and them? What's his name? I'm, I'm sorry, Minka and them? Minka Fitzpatrick? He's been a dog all year. Yeah, but they don't got no TJ. That's a big blow. Pause. I don't think that Pittsburgh is that good, but I'm going with Pittsburgh for this game. In Pittsburgh. This In is Pittsburgh at Hines. I'm going with the Jets. Okay. J-E-T-S. Jets. 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 All right, we got Arizona versus the Carolina Panthers. I'm going with Kymer mm-hmm. and the K-1. Arizona Cardinals. Let's go, K-1. I'm going with Cardinals, too. I don't really see Carolina beating Arizona. I'm sorry. And I think B-Hop back. Really? I don't know. Oh, no. After this week. Damn. I'm still going with Arizona. All right. New Orleans, New England versus – sorry, Carolina fans. <laughs> <laughs> we got New England versus Green Bay. In Green Bay, I'm sticking with A-Rod. I'm going back on the Packers band camp. I left y'all last week, and y'all proved me wrong. I'm going with the Green Bay Packers to win this game. I am going to go with the Packers as well. I just Aaron Rodgers is making these young receivers look like dogs. Yeah, that young. They got that young dude. He, he had a he had a career day. Like it's the A Rod effect. He's a beast. Yep. I just don't trust. I don't Matthew. I don't even know Matthew Judon. Beast. And the Patriots. I don't know. My bad, y'all. My bad. All right, back. Four twenty-five game. My Broncos take on the defeated trash. Haven't won a game yet, Raiders, at Allegiant. And guess what, Raiders fans? Prepare to be 0-4. We haven't been that well offensively, but that defense, <laughs> you just watch. I think it's crazy how it's Dallas week for us and also Oakland week for y'all. Raiders week, yes, sir. We both got our division rival, uh-huh. the teams we both <laughs> hate this weekend. I will be glued to the couch at 425. And I'm so glad y'all game was after the house because mm-hmm. I want to watch that too. Yes. I'm picking the Raiders. What? I don't think that they've tasted victory yet. And if you're going to get it against any team, it's Denver. Field goal kicking ass team. I've been sick watching these Denver games. It haven't been the most festive games. It haven't. I, I think, think they go and get their first win against y'all. I'm sorry. Look, you pick Cowboys. I got to pick. Okay. I got to pick the Raiders. I just don't see. This is going to be the game where y'all say, okay. I've been watching y'all say a W is a W. <laughs> Fuck that. Y'all might go ahead and get dog. And we beat the, so we beat the 49ers last week, which they're a legit team. If we can beat the Raiders, and I think this is the week our offense comes alive because Russ got to just extend plays. Him doing that pocket presence bullshit. Extend plays and use your fucking legs, Russ. And if our receivers stop dropping the fucking ball, I think we'll be all right. I don't try, the, the Raiders' defense is not that good. I think Javante is going to have a day. Fuck the Raiders. 
is forever fuck y'all. They have the dopest logo in the league, and I can't wear it because I can't stand y'all as an organization. Damn, man. Raiders fans. But they are desperate for a win. They all win three. I'm about to say, if y'all going to get any dubs, I will be sitting here rubbing hands like Birdman if I'm Raiders fans. 8-20, the Sunday night game. Kansas City Chiefs versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Some of you may be surprised at this pick. I'm going with Pat Mahomes and boys in Tampa going there and beat Brady. I um, think sorry. I, I'm picking the Chiefs too. Wow. Brady has not been Brady in. He have not been. I think he's regretting coming back this year. <laughs> <laughs> it just haven't really been the best. Mike Evans was out. I think Mike Evans comes back this week. Mike Evans was out because of that suspension. Yep. Damn, you know what? That's a big that's a big piece missing. Yeah. That I think no Mike Evans piece. comes back this week. That Buccaneers defense. Oh, you know what? Fuck that. I'm picking the Bucks. Fuck the Chiefs. Jesus Christ. I was getting ready to pick the Chiefs. I'm still picking the Chiefs. I think I, that's why I say I think most people would pick Brady and them, but I'm picking the Chiefs. The Chiefs, fuck the Chiefs. Because they lost to the Colts. People are gonna say, oh, the Chiefs aren't whatever. Man, I'm picking Chiefs. The Chiefs are not who we think they are. They went out there and got their ass whooped by the Colts. Ass whooped. Nobody wanted to show them Mahomes' terrible shuffle try. That was some bullshit. It was like, what are you doing? <laughs> But I bet. Y'all about to go out there. I'm forgetting about that Buccaneers defense. I'm going Kansas City, dog. Buccaneers, Patty let's go. Mahomes. Oh, I'm not 500 moving. 500 I am nigga. not moving on Sunday. I'm doing nothing. And Monday night, we got the Los Angeles Rams uh, versus the San Francisco 49ers. A nice California game. Yes, sir. The stars and, will be out for that one. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Braun in there. Oh, but it's in San Francisco, so. Maybe oh, not. Yeah, maybe not. If it was at uh, what SoFi? Yeah, maybe yeah. Stars love SoFi. Mm hmm. I understood though. It's amazing. It's an amazing understood. stadium. Wow, SoFi empty this week because the Clippers play in Houston. I'm um, the Chargers. Chargers. Sorry, <laughs> say Clippers. I'm going with the L.A. Rams in this one. I'm going with the Rams too. I'd be surprised if San Francisco can go out there and beat that team. Trent Williams out four to six. I just okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Aaron Donald. Your whole yeah. old line. <laughs> I don't think that the four, the 49ers, we looked bad last week, but the 49ers looked bad too against us. Our defense yeah. was dope though. But I don't think y'all can go out there and get a win against the uh, the Rams. I think y'all was missing Jimmy G. I mean, I think y'all was missing Trey Lance last week. Jimmy G didn't look that good. He didn't look that good. The, the safety while dropping back never looks good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That never looks and good. And that was a pick six if it wasn't a safety. Damn. They was lucky to be like, it yeah, we ran out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That shit kept the game close. But shout out to the NFL picks. And um, anything you want to say to close out? Yeah, shout out to NFL picks. Shout out to the NFL weekend. Sundays are definitely like whoa days. Uh, also, by now, we got a flashback that's going up. I'm not going to say what it is because I don't know if it's going to be out yet. But shout out to the Niners on, on Patreon that saw that flashback. A great-ass flashback. A great one. What a great Unnecessary listen. one. Definitely necessary. Some of them motherfuckers have been asking for too much to the point where it's got annoying. Nah, <laughs> yeah, but I'm so glad that we did that. And it looks beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Not. I also want to give a um another shout-out to everybody that's dealing with Hurricane Ian. And uh, just hold y'all heads, man. Send them prayers. Send me those links. Nah, yeah, and look, y'all need to wash y'all fucking hands. If you're going to get sick at any time of the year, it's right now. here. That's true. <laughs>